Welcome back to episode 50 of the Block Runner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and today we bring you a very special roundtable that includes some of the all-stars of the Decentraland community. Joining us is our developer, Corv, along with Frankie Needles and Lashroom. Here are just some of the topics we discuss in preparation of the launch. First up, Decentraland will be governed by a decentralized autonomous organization. Next, we debate whether or not Decentraland will succeed. Then, we discuss what's worth more in a vote, mana or land. And finally, watch us go through a playtest and how NFT wearables will be created by the community. All right, let's listen in. I'm, I'm super excited for everything, even for today. Three o'clock, we got the uh, the meetup, and there's going to be NFTs in that. Yeah, so we're, I guess the plan is we're going to talk up until that point, and then y'all yeah, are going to hop in. Right in. I, <laughs> <laughs> I screwed up. I forgot to bring my computer. I don't know how I forgot that. That's like essential, but <laughs> I guess I was, <laughs> so exci- doing, no? I was so excited for the, the baseball uh, game, no gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just watch y'all have all the fun, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. And I'll, I'll react to y'all's experience. That's there what I'll go. do. There you go. Peanut gallery, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, dude. So tell me, man, what, what kind of wearables are you rocking now? I heard you're you're st- you're stocking ah, up man, on like some rare nah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting. To, I'm, I'm trying to become fly. You know <laughs> uh, nah, I um, I got one of those skeleton torsos. Oh, oh nice. So yeah, so like, the, I got the skeleton torso on the head, and for some reason, the head doesn't really work together unless you have the legs. So that was weird. And then when I was going to go buy the legs, Maddie went and bought all the skeletons. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to Wolf. Dude, Maddie <laughs> is, is a true whale, dude. That's my guy, man. Yeah. And yeah. he does more for DCL than more, most people understand. So that yeah. to me is just like, yeah. Maddie's my guy. Yeah, he got us hooked into this, man. I yeah. blame him, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if you guys saw last night, and I might be getting ahead of ourselves, but, you know, so we don't have everybody here. But um, uh, Chico Crypto stopped in into our, into our Discord last night. Late oh, night. for real? And so um, him and Maddie started kicking it, I think. So good. Oh, okay. In cool. the uh, in the Decentraland Discord? Or... In the Decentraland Discord, yep, yep. Okay, cool. What did he say? He, he just, just like... stopped and he was asking for content. Like, you know, like you know, mm. he, he needs more information to make another video. So yeah. Um, yeah, happy I've been... for that because that's big for our space. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, not just him. I, I saw a bunch of other YouTubers. Like, they're just now starting to... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. To, I don't know so, what you call it. Wake up to it. There you go. They're waking up, I mean, dude. Yeah, listen, with a lot of these guys were early investing in, in other assets. So to them, this is kind of like a small thing, you know? That's true. To yeah. us, I think we understand what's going on here. So I think that it's like, you know, we can see the potential because it, it took a little while. I, I got into it. I was like, I get it. But I, I think I still look at it as a video game. And today, I don't look at it as a video game at all. Yeah. You know? No, it's like, like a yeah, whole different... A couple games on there and stuff, but it'd be like games on Facebook. Like, why would you... That's true. Go that hard. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather have a business that runs on, you know, makes a lot of money off of Facebook, you know? Yeah, we're looking at it more as a business now. Yeah, I, mean, I look at it as a platform, and in the future, people are going to be able to have what they would have on their website on a plot of land like this, you know? And that's going to change everything, with how you can interact with the internet. Exactly, man. Yeah, we couldn't agree more. <laughs> See, we got to explain it like that to people so that they don't just, like, walk in and be like, what's going on here? Well, you, you know, know? <laughs> this is the reason why I wanted to have this meeting, too, was... Yeah. Um, I watched an interview with Carl the other day. Carl from uh, Forever. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 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 All right. So, so he talked about how if you were to walk around Decentraland, right, it's dead. 
mm. not dead, but like you'd be maybe the only two, three people walking around in a big area. Yep. Yeah. If you go into the Discord, mm. it's alive. Yeah. You know, we all have ideas. We're all kicking this and that back around, and there's a lot going on. Yeah. And there's a lot of information to take in. So if you get into the Discord, that's when you're gonna understand what the central ends are potential is and all that. Mm. That's how it was for me. I mean, I got in there, started like I don't think I asked questions for like two months. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't say nothing. I just I had to look, and then I started to get a, get to know everything. You guys' podcast helped out greatly, and that's why I started getting in touch with you. Yeah, and then you know that was <laughs> like little by little. You know, taking a little bit. I'm brand new. I don't I don't code anything. I don't design nothing. Although yeah. little by little, I keep you know dipping my you know dipping my toe because like with the design contest, we had a design contest for um for the wearables. NFTs, right? Yeah, yeah, the wearable NFTs that are going to come out on the twentieth. So, you know, I was like, I really want, we were joking. We were all in the Discord joking, like putting up pictures of what we thought would be cool. Yeah. And I put up a picture of Ben Baller. And if anybody doesn't know, he's one of the biggest jewelers in the country. And um, and he had all this crazy jewelry on. I was like, <laughs> that's what I want. And Toon Punk was like, they make it. Mm, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> so I went and learned a little blender, mm-hmm. chopped one up, was like, what you think? You know? <laughs> yeah. And then like, uh, awesome. it was funny because like H. Provac was like, he was like, I think you'd be better if it was like this. And I'm like, homie, I don't have the skills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the best I can do right here. It's a concept. Yeah, I thought that chain that you showed us was pretty good. I mean, I was like really yeah. impressed. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I think that if I was, if I had to give myself a little bit more time on Blender, I'll figure it out. And I probably will. I just... Everything is time and you know money. You know, one of the things I want to create with wearables is like little animations. Like, like let's say you uh you you have yeah, like a, be huge. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like uh let, let's say like we're we're like in our land we have a bunch of orbs. Like, what if we create a wearable right. where there's an orb revolving around the character? Around. Remember this uh, yesterday where we were talking about the the block runner wearable outfit? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's I, good first idea. of all, I think that yeah. should be a thing, and it. I think we're going to be doing votes on NFTs. And if you guys don't win that vote, I'll lose my mind. <laughs> have you guys, like, in that realm, have you guys ever done any kind of VR stuff, whether it's Xbox or, oh, oh, know, I bought, hey, I bought an Oculus. Or yeah, like, I bought an Oculus um, early Samsung in the winter time, I think it was. And I was messing around with it. And uh, we're just not there. Well, what's interesting, though, on like the wearables and as as the wearables have kind of advanced mm-hmm. in DCL, <clears throat> I've kind of been thinking about this uh, – um, chat app called VR chat and it was on Samsung gear and whatever. And it was kind of like a second life or just like a meetup, but in a virtual mm-hmm. world and you got to customize your avatar, but you didn't really customize a piece of land or anything. There were different locations that you got to yeah, go meet up at. Meeting hall and I stuff, think yeah. having the wearables is a big part of attraction for DCL going forward, because mm-hmm. as Frankie just said, like you walk in the world, there's not a lot in there. I mean, Yes, there's a lot of hype about around ten to fifteen thousand people, but for a world to take off, there needs to be an attraction. And I exactly. think having more customization and wearables like animations and things like that yeah. will really drive people to want to come and be social, to want to come in and interact with other yeah. people. Yeah. And that was then a little explore. bit yeah, a little bit while I was like kind of thrown off for the past couple of weeks because we haven't been able to really interact with the wearables, you know. And it was funny because we were at a point with the wearables in the market, it was kind of going crazy. Like I made some money off wearables already. I you know, made a couple hundred dollars off wearables already. And That's awesome. you know what I mean? And like then we had the, the thing with the with the wallet, which is cool. It's fine. This is part of the process of you know getting everything up. And I think it's gonna be up to date during the playtest. But um regardless of that, you know what I'm saying? Like it made it so it's hard to to show everybody, you know, like I was like going out in my skeleton outfit and now I can't, you know. But 
all that'll be fixed within the next, I think, couple yeah. hours. I think, so, I, I think like I got in the world in 2018 mm-hmm. and I was flipping land with Maddie and I was very <laughs> successful. Yeah. And I was flipping land left and right. And then this whale came in and it was like the first whale of DCL and he bought he was buying thing and it almost was like an algorithm. Anytime a piece of land would come up for a certain this. price under yep. like 12,000 mana, it would get mm-hmm. snatched immediately. Yep. Yep. And like algos were buying stuff and it was just one guy and it's come so far since then. I, I fell yeah. out of the world. I came back yeah. into it. But like, again, I think the attraction and what you guys are doing in made a zone and stuff, gaming wearables, like interaction like that is going to push this to be more mainstream I'm just a little concerned with the whole decentralization of it. And I know they Mm -hmm. mentioned that in a couple of recent announcements because I, you know, I'm playing devil's advocate. It's like, what's the point of decentralization and having all of these tri tries and polys hurdles, no streaming, no video. (laughs) And, and and what's the, what's the give and take, right? So we're giving up all that. What's the take and it's not decentralized yet. And so it was nice to hear that that is still part of their conversation and that it's, yeah. it's coming around the corner, mm-hmm. the decentralization nature of it, because we've been giving so much as, you know, developers and people and, yeah. you know, yeah. newcomers and early adopters to the world that we really haven't been, you know, taking anything that has been, you know, of equivalence to being on the blockchain. And so I'm looking forward to seeing how they can overcome those obstacles, scaling, things like that, integrating mm. with Matic really making this a platform and not even thinking about it being on the blockchain because right now as a developer and I help a bunch of people in the world, you're running into all these obstacles and hurdles of being on the blockchain. And then you start questioning, well, what's the point? Um, And I think they're starting to address that now with the DAO and everything. I I wonder um, once it gets decentralized, how are they going to manage updates? Is it going to be sort of like a DAO um, consensus Kind of like what before they do. We, before we go, hold on, real yeah, quick, go before we go, I know I didn't know I had to look this up. The DAO, what is that? It's a decentralized autonomous organization. It's mm-hmm. uh, essentially a mechanism for a group of people to come to a consensus. It's a governing, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the big experiment it's like with a code for governing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, exactly. You, you're basically yep. programming governance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no one has a say over someone else. It's already pre-programmed. Yep. But you know, you can the way they have the Agora system, you know, are, are all landowners, you know, in that huge conversation of who gets yep. more value, mana holder, landowners, yeah. who's voting on, you know, the updates or who's voting on the roadmap. Um, mm-hmm. I, there's just so much to it that it's like, shit, man, you know, <laughs> then we're on the blockchain and it's like VR, where did that go? Streaming audio, streaming video, you know, exterior yeah. images, yeah. local file systems where, you know, what I want to build is having developers upload everything in the world go to the store, maybe go to the developer floor of the MetaZone store, Mm -hmm. upload your whole project folder, Mm -hmm. give deployment rights. And then the flip side is a purchaser, go to the purchasing section and then buy shit and have it automatically deployed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a lot of like walls that need to come down and be figured out. And I'm still waiting to see how that's going to be overcome since it's on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, we're going to have E2.0 come out soon enough and that should speed things up i saw things like i saw this video of somebody testing some ridiculous amount of numbers of transactions um so i think that that could help as an in general yeah but um that's that's kind of like the whole the ecosystem's been waiting for that i guess the uh, scalability yeah. issue that's the big problem with ethereum in general exactly 
you know, but there's so much going behind Ethereum right now, like so many projects, yeah. the DeFi mm-hmm. thing. Like I feel exactly. like I don't know, man. It's 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 hard for me to bet against Ethereum right now, as in general. For sure, it's undervalued. Yeah, but see, we we interviewed uh, Andreas Antonopoulos, mm-hmm. and he, we that was like our big thing with him. Like, uh, you know, we addressed the idea of scalability, and he was just kind of like, man, it's not even something I'm worried about anymore. Yeah. He has his own his own sayings. What is it like? Uh, one blockchain, many so uh, m- many many chain, one network. Yeah, yeah. So almost There's like a lot of blockchain slogans, huh? Yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, and he, he pioneers a lot of them, right? Because yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, Andreas Antonopoulos alone. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's 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 obviously something we have to pay attention to because if as gamers, the platform itself, it has to be like like Lashram was saying, like almost like when you're going through it, you're experiencing it. You're not aware of there's a blockchain happening in the background it's got to be like a seamless experience yeah, for the gamer that's why the- i sent you guys the thing about the samsung wallet it's not about like how i think that's so awesome it's simply i think that people would gravitate to that more than they would gravitate to what i use on my phone or whatever you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah because it's easier to onboard them because they already have mm-hmm. a samsung phone they just have to yeah you buy the samsung like oh look at this feature and the yeah. dudes are always just trying to mess with any feature on their phone that's cool new whatever yeah. you know so See, you know i thought wallets were going to be like a big uh, barrier to entry, like friction. I had like one of my normie friends <laughs> who doesn't know anything about blockchain. I, I've been telling him about Decentraland, and I was like, "Hey, man, reserve an avatar." And I just kind of like let him figure it out, and he figured it out pretty easily. Like it wasn't that hard for him. The only issue was yeah, uh, the only issue was he was using MetaMask. So like I, I gave him a hundred mana to create his avatar, and he's like, "Yo, mm-hmm. what's it's not working?" And then I had to explain to him he needs gas. Yeah. yeah, he needs to put some ether in there. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the. I only... sent a couple people up. I sent them a couple dollars in ether, a couple dollars in mana. Yeah, yeah. So that's the big barrier, and I think things yeah. like Dapper are fixing that, where there's like no fees uh, to use their their wallet. So oh, I guess okay. the main point is like little, these things are progressing little bits at a time. You know, and again, one thing Andreas like emphasized like when the internet first started, it was. So there's tons of friction, oh, you know. There's tons. Yeah, like, yeah. like I was telling you guys last time, I grew up poor as hell. <laughs> I didn't have a computer until like 2001, B. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like internet wasn't even a thing for me until I was like a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, things, we, we joke, like, things operated without the internet for so long. And now we act like we, act like we can't even live without it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I had Bitcoin 10 years ago, and I was like, what the hell is this thing? I was <laughs> like, I, got, I don't know what it is. I got to get it. Mm-hmm. Had it at 100 bucks, and... Jesus, sold dude. it, sold it at twelve hundred, and I thought I was a genius because it went down to three hundred, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, hell yeah, buy low, yeah. sell high, love it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like twenty ten, I think, twenty eleven, mm-hmm. and um, look where it is now. I mean, it's it, it's crazy the the progress, right? So who knows where DCL or the Ethereum network That's or anything true. will you know be in ten years? But I think those types of hurdles will really hinder just the super passive kind of social online gamer i mean mm. trying to always yeah. I, and i know it's it's difficult to do and you know shouldn't do it always but you know you equated second life or you equated to like sims online or you equated to something like that and how many people were just rushing to play that and how awesome it was but then you know there's all these hurdles and then you start whittling down the market and it's like okay how many active people really are going to be in this world and then how are we going to expand that I think uh, the first people beyond are grasp, the early adopters, right? Yeah, I think I think the first people we're gonna we're gonna grab, grab hold of is the crypto community. So I feel like yeah. I'm feeling a certain um, everybody's been kind of waiting for it to come out before they do anything. Like they're not, they don't yeah, trust it. That's true. You know, you know, if you've been in crypto for long enough, you don't trust anything. Mm. You know, so you know they don't <laughs> trust it. 
But then when it comes out, I feel like we will get the crypto people first. And then, you know, that'll be the start to me. You know, one of the things that I yeah. think about often is uh, you, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, right? The best time mm. to buy Bitcoin was 10 years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, we look at DCL now as early as it is. We almost every day sort of question ourselves as like, dude, are we wasting our time? <laughs> yeah. Like we're, we're trying to. You know, it was like October time when I was really, really yeah. questioning myself. Like, what am I doing? With this? Yeah. Like, and, stupid. and that's why we're all of us are gambling and uh, we're speculating that everything's going to be like, you know, great for us in the future mm -hmm. uh, because we're investing so much time and effort and energy and, and resources mm -hmm. and money and um, just trying to uh, build something that may or may not turn into something that's going to be as big as Bitcoin, you know, five years from now or, yeah. or whatever. But the thing yeah. I will say about this is that I think that Decentraland, at the end of the day, what we what we all take from Decentraland would, is going to help us, regardless if Decentraland works out or not, in my head. You know, yeah, like, I totally agree. Like, I mean, we've, we've I learned... We've learned Understanding about metaverses being the first, first couple of people that even mess with metaverses and know how that works. Yeah. Be a big deal. Yeah, we've learned so much about everything. Like Oscar uh, Korv here, he hasn't... Mm -hmm. He, he wasn't building 3D games until Decentraland, right, Oscar? Yeah, everything was 2D up until DCL happened. Mm. Yep. And and what, what's the big? That was like me. I was I was building 2D stuff mm. in high school back in the early 2000s. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, on addictinggames.com. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know what I was doing then. I don't even know if 2 games was still around. You know, but <laughs> like, um, I was I've been in, like I said in and out of the world, so I had renewed interest and a lot of good progress has come about. So we'll see where it goes and. You know, speculating on working on stuff when I can. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a great hobby of mine, and um, I'm yeah. decent at it. And so I just, I just want more mass adoption outside of the Discord, and you mm. know, helping people as much as I can, whether it's programming or or one-off items. Uh, you know, I just onboarded my cousin. We were talking about getting other people. Mm -hmm. I sent him up yeah. on MetaMask. I sent him a, a couple hundred mana. Mm -hmm. He registered for an avatar. Yeah. Um, he's a really good artist and he submitted some stuff to the land collection and he won, he won a prize and, oh, nice. and yeah, and he's like, holy shit. Like I can, like, this is, this is incredible. So yep. I'm going to start working with him on some wearables and maybe, you know, he's like a, a weird wearable designer that is super unique and there's only so many of those nfts that we we create and yeah. well, i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to talk rare, to you right? about talking to him in a little while because i gotta get that jewelry thing going <laughs> dude he's an amazing artist and uh, he, i take his stuff from paper and his his draw pad to yep. blender and 3d yep. and then hopefully to wearables That's yeah, well, one of the things, uh, another thing that I think about is like, for example, MetaZone, it took a lot of effort to build. And uh, a lot of the things that are going to create the incentive for the masses to come in are still left to be built, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I don't think that most of the things that we build right now are going to look important later. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and the other thing is like, yeah, the other thing is uh, essentially... You know what? What I'm afraid of is the launch is going to happen, and people are not going to understand what they're looking at. And yeah, especially that's going to be a given. That's that's a given. Like, yeah. You can't expect too too much from the launch. After the treasure hunt, you know, expect it to be a little bit of time where people are trying to figure out what they just looked at. And, yeah, I just hope people, you know, like us, don't get disinterested in the launch, not as being like this 
revealing Facebook, like scouring the world kind of right. launch in Allure. You know, it's going to definitely take time and iteration. And hopefully the people who have been creating stuff, uh, especially me, uh, don't lose sight of the future. Yeah. You know, it's exactly. going to be a slow process. This isn't going to be a, a public launch and millions of people join. Um, yeah. and that's I, why I, mean, I haven't I just, been beating down like from about, about like doing the project. I'm like, yeah, I could do my project, but like, Let's give it a minute. There's, there might be things that come out in SDK that could really help my project. You know? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. The other thing is, uh, you're right. I, I think Lashroom and Frankie, you hit it on the nail. I think the the launch isn't going to bring millions of people, and and millions of people aren't going to be visiting Decentraland on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be this growth thing where those who invested early on are, are think like all of us are going to really benefit. Um, and once we, once we collect these resources and we're just going to make what we're doing a lot better. And yeah, like if I can, you know, sell some of these skeleton things, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, can, I can take care of the straw real quick. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, uh, you know, I worked in commercial real estate. I've got a couple screens and I was flipping land and coworker turned over. He's like, what the hell are you looking at right now? And yeah. it was, it was the marketplace. And, mm-hmm. uh, I said, dude, I just flipped a piece of land for like 700 bucks. He's like, what? (laughs) He's like, where? I said, in this virtual world. And Mm -hmm. it's like come so far from the marketplace to like the the beta to like the the public launch to to where it's going to go next. So it's Mm -hmm. been so iterative that I I hope that people are developing things and Interweaver and Spider Monkey and all these other guys. Yeah. Um, you know, Boggs games with the casinos and such. Mm -hmm. I hope people just keep keep on um, you know, sticking around because slowly but surely it's gonna, you know, osmosis through beyond the crypto world and then people are gonna get more involved. But I think the big thing really what you mentioned earlier, um, is the the DAO and updating. Mm. what, what yeah. that whole roadmap looks like you know like oh who has the rights that say okay guys put vr on the roadmap for one year and then who yeah like true. how are we gonna yeah. focus on that uh, yeah i don't know what what some other group of six people who are actually developing want streaming video versus vr or want you know yes. more polys per yes. land yes. versus yeah. vr you know i, I think yeah. that's gonna be a huge huge thing is the governance of what comes next for the world that's just gonna have to be a thing, you know. With with the DAO, we've done, we've done only so many votes, you know. Right. With the DAO, the one thing I have confidence in DCLN is that it's gonna be persistent. It's going to exist whether we like it or not, and that's that's why I think our investment into Decentraland is it's a worthwhile one because it's not gonna be wasted. The land will exist forever. The stuff that we deploy on land will exist forever. Mm-hmm. And look at some of these garbage old games that, that still exist right now. You know, the dude still play. I forgot what it was. Um, I think the one day, um, Flappy Bird. I don't even know. But <laughs> you don't hate on Flappy Bird, dude. What are you doing? I, I mean, I I don't like none of these games. I I, I play like three games. You know. Yeah. I play yeah. Like two K. I play Xbox or something. Yeah. yeah. I come in that DCL. That's I tell you, I'm the worst computer player. I'm out there like ah, I'm falling off the shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Terrible. So like games like Counter Strike. I mean, people still play Counter Strike even though it's like 20 years old. That's what. That's kind of what I'm talking about. There's a bunch of old. Um, I can't remember none of this. Like. Uh, the the beginnings of what the metaverse was, they used to have those back then. Um, mm. and the, some game that I, I saw something then the dude from Somnium Space, Arthur, mm-hmm. he Arthur. talked about the game that he came from. He was playing. It was like some two D kind of like, not I guess not two D, but it was like it wasn't fancy at all. You know, it was on like PlayStation One or something. I don't even know oh, that okay. time period. Maybe it was uh, 
computer game, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was the same thing. It had an economy. You know, people were making money in the game, you know. And, you know, like, it still exists in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you no, get hooked into these experiences, man. Especially, like, the reason I like Decentraland personally, because it has a lot of, like, elements of, like, a, um, an MMO, which is my background, my gaming background. Dude, yeah, I played exactly. World of Warcraft for a decade. Yeah. <laughs> literally a decade I was hooked into that world. Mm-hmm. It was literally my priority. Like, I yeah, applied... I see this. If we can get the... That's why we can talk to you guys about you know, building some sort of, like... um group of things that like even with the um talking about the virtual currency you know that the, the doesn't have a value mm-hmm. um like mana mm-hmm. you know um things like that where you make it more of a something you can grind because right now there's no grinding element to any of the things that's going on that's and true we build something that people can grind and that we could interact with each other like with our own lands and let's say you know you can win this prize from the block runner but if you don't get the thing from the paint uh project paint then you're not going to be able to complete the whole thing mm-hmm. yeah you know that's the kind of thing that will, you know will drive people to stick around and you know. Yeah, and that's why that's where I agree with Lastrum. Like he said, wearables is going to be a big thing. Like I said, you yeah. you play WoW. The whole reason to play WoW, well, not the whole reason, but the reason to try hard at WoW is to acquire the rarest in-game wearables. I guess you'd call them. It's, it's gear, it's loot, you mm-hmm. know. And the reason yeah. behind it is it's the same human behavior that you work so hard in the real world to to acquire these these assets, this flexible stuff where you can like, you know, it, they're status symbols in a way. So, you know, on top of that, I, man, uh, we keep talking about this and uh, we mentioned it in the podcast before, but I think where Decentraland is really going to make an impact on, on society is the sense yeah. that the stuff that you do in Decentraland also applies outside of Decentraland. Mm-hmm. Like the, you, you collect NFTs that are not just wearables in Decentraland, but the NFTs are valuable outside of Decentraland. Yeah, say another metaverse, exactly. it can be a, it's interoperability, yeah, right? Like exactly. you, you, yeah. you, you, yeah. something within Decentraland creates some kind of value, you know, yeah. whatever it is. And and what Frankie was saying was essentially you have to be in Decentraland and you have to do some activity in Decentraland for yeah. a particular other game that has nothing to do with Decentraland. Exactly. Just so that the the ecosystem supports each other and that NFT that you've collected in Decentraland for that other game has an inherent value because there was work done, a proof of work, if you will. Yeah, and I think Decentraland has like the biggest uh, claim to... I guess like kickstarting that whole uh, movement because yeah. just just the the land platform itself has so much value already like injected into it because just the price alone like I I, 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 know, I equate honestly, I think the price is starting to be to me one of the best situations for us because you know it it's like a high cost of entry so you can't yeah. be in there on no bullshit you can't be in yeah. there like yeah, oh true. you know um you know I'm gonna you know, put up a bunch of penises in my land. Like, you're not gonna do yeah. that. <laughs> that's so, someone's gonna do that though. Just I mean, maybe you will. Maybe you will. But you spend a thousand dollars on that shit. Fuck is wrong? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I agree. And then that's another. <laughs> and then I'm not saying thousand dollars is mind blowing money, but it's like you already spent that on dick pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. I mean, uh, I think the fact that it requires a uh, certain amount of money it removes the trolls from. Because a lot, a lot of stuff that happens, like the trolls, is because it's free. Like, yeah. you get trolls on Twitter, you get trolls on YouTube, and it doesn't cost anything to create an account and start trolling people. Yeah. True. But in this case, it does. And that's why we like the graffiti wall a lot, and not to plug what we're doing, but mm-hmm. the graffiti wall is like, you can put anything that you want on there, and if you don't like it, you take it down, but it's going to cost you 10 mana. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, prevents yeah. trolls from, like, continuously putting up, you know, stupid stuff on the on the graffiti wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. 
but I guess I'm that, going, I know that you guys wouldn't mind if they made you fucking rich with dick pics. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I ah, put them up. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 take advantage. Like, if we we'll buy a dick pics, we can make that happen. <laughs> that's that District X's uh, specialty, I guess. Yeah. I see. That's another thing. That's what I'm. Ever since I found out about this project, you know, the district thing. You know, we came in kind of late. You know, last time we came in 2018, we came in like halfway through 2019 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That's so right. we, we missed a lot of the early day discussions when it came to like how these districts were formed and stuff. All we did was look at the map and we realized like 50% of the land is like these big blue squares mm-hmm. yeah. owned by districts. I'm like, who is controlling these districts? Who's developing? What is the yeah, roadmap? Have, have you checked in on the Discord on any of those? I, um, yeah, every now and I do from time to time. I, I do, I do the same, but yeah, I don't see a whole I lot of pro- progress. I only keep up with like Vegas City. Yep. Um. Uh. What's that? Ether. Uh, what the hell? Ethereum. 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 Yeah. 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 yeah I, checked I know a couple on, of them were like shut down and given back, like smaller ones. I yeah. Think. They. Some of them have like little little in in house problems and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um. I know. Like Carl has uh the conference center area he's setting that that up pretty good trying to like make like um places you could rent to go do meetings and stuff like that yeah um still want to get back to the wild west where uh all the game jam winners have uh their their land over there dude i, I think you, you know what the wild west that is, is that? a perfect example well uh one second for no, you i know that... what it is but I'm not <laughs> yeah. the uh it, it's a perfect example of uh, just a, an instance of people trying to work together to do something that ends up nothing happening because it's difficult to make a consensus on something. Yeah, yeah. and at, at that time, I think it was about to be the lull, you know, after the after That's the true. game jams. So there was a lot of let, a lot of right. like trying to figure out if it was worth it or not. That's true. Right. So it was bad. It was just yeah, bad timing. Because look, we we talk about this all the time off off the podcast as well. Yeah, is that the reason why the game jam had a lot of action, had a lot of like people working on it, it was because there's money at stake. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, and if there's no money at stake in Decentraland, like there's it's very difficult for people to spend their time working the on this is, stuff there, yeah there's, there's money risk. at stake when when it's you gotta put a business model together you can't just yeah exactly a building no game and just yeah bring money in like that's not how it exactly works. you know what i'm saying so like you gotta come with a business model so if you don't have a business model then you don't i mean you you might as well buy and sell land yeah, yeah. You, you might as well buy and sell wearables. I mean, you're not doing nothing if you don't have a business model. It's it's a good point because I mean, Frankie, you talked about it. Those those tickets or that that extra currency level mm-hmm. would have been the the tying aspect that you know for the for the business model. So, but that wasn't exactly. there at that time. So it kind of mm-hmm. felt. Yeah, through. yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, that's always something you can you can change in the future. But yeah, you know, it's just saying like you have to have a business model if you expect to get from the game. The game ain't gonna give to you. I mean, true. Even if yep. your business model is buying and selling, it just has to be something. Yeah, yeah we're, that's why we're really excited about, you know, the 20th, because we want to see like everything that we're working on and, and speculating on and predicting on. Are we going to are we right? Even if we make, you know, 100 mana, you know, in, in a day. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's proven the, the business model. Mm-hmm. Um, even if we make 10 mana, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we want to see whether people like understand like what we're doing here and, and creating a, um, a game or a, a situation where people want to come back and play. Yeah, and 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 we're well, we're, we're on, the other, on the other side, like on the devil's advocate side of that, if they don't, you know, spend want to spend the money on your game, then you got to find a different way to get them to spend that money. That's right. Yep. That's, that's right. You know? Yeah, we can never know. We can never predict if we we're not yeah. actually launched, right? So you gotta, you know, you gotta think about it. It's just human psyche. So like, you know, you're like, all right, people don't like that, then they're gonna, you know, 
tried it. So. Yeah. And the other uh, point that we have, like in terms of data that we think that this is going to work is because we have uh, ETH crash. We have all these games where people are, are, are gambling money yeah. to win uh, in a pot. And the same thing with it, pool together. Yeah. yeah. There's another thing too, is that I've been noticing a lot of games coming out um, blockchain games and I've been checking them all out for the most part, every, every one that I can. So I played that, um, is it called Battle Frontier? It's like brand new on on um on OpenSea. Apparently, it's kind of like an old game hmm. from like Nintendo or something like that. I'm not 100 percent sure. My, my friend knew about it that was in the party with me at the time. Yeah. And um the uh it's like it's kind of like Axie, but it's like an old school, like kind of real video game, you know? Yeah. Um and uh I went in there, I played it for a couple hours or whatever, and I, I just noticed like once gamers get involved with this. That will change everything too, because gamers they're more like uh, they're they're more apt to understand the, the technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know we true. use Xbox and we use all the all the newest technology. We're not that far off, you know. What I mean the gaming community, and so like I feel like you know what whatever game is going to be that kind of sets it off will put people like okay, I'm messing with this now, you know. Yeah, it's gonna be that's gonna be really really big for everybody, you know. I saw that. Um, Agent Rust. Did I tell you guys about that game. Agent yeah, we, yeah, we were looking at it yesterday. It's like really yeah, impressive, it's, like how he can yeah. how he can do that. I don't, I don't even know how he has the resources to like make all that cool stuff on that game. Yeah, I think that's a some sort of company situation. But regardless, well, which game again? Yeah, it's called Age, Age of, of Rust. Rust. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a Discord member, and we didn't even know he was in our Discord. But he, yeah, he he went in because so he saw uh, one of our interviews with um, with Andreas. Oh, really? Yeah, awesome. Okay, okay. But yeah, yeah we, but I saw his name. I was, I was like, Age Rust. Never heard of that. Started looking it up. Next thing you know, you know, we're having a conversation. You know? Yeah, yeah. By the way, guys, like, I, I thanks for you know being in our Discord and like constantly interacting. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this, that's what we wanted to achieve from the get go. Me yeah. and we as a podcast we wanted to build like kind of like a community of like-minded people you know we're all focused on the same thing well we can have like good discussions right and so i think we've had some of the best discussions yeah I, I want more of that i want more whoever's watching this you know whenever this is up on youtube yeah. join the conversation join the discord because you know the whole point of decentraland it, it is community run so we need like consensus on the vision of the future of this yeah. platform so in order to do that people gotta start talking to each other yeah for it's sure. like that's like the step one is how yeah. to get how to get the community together, you know, and it's it's up to I guess people like us who gotta pick up the baton. For me, you know, I felt like we can do this a hundred times with a hundred different people. There's a lot of different personalities and people doing things in decentralized that need yeah. to be um, brought to the forefront. You know? Yeah, we, we we have plans to do this at least quarterly, like bring in mm-hmm. more and more people every quarter to kind of like figure exactly. out like what's happening, you know, what what yeah. what what are the problems, uh, what is the future goals and vision, like what what. You know, what do we need to work on? Stuff like that. Yeah. So if we were to provide feedback to Decentraland and their developers, what, what would you guys like want to change, you know, from its current iteration, yeah. like in Decentraland? I want to wait until the, until, until after the launch before I even have those kind of opinions, you know? Okay. Like I just, I would rather just wait until after the launch right now. I don't see it as very important for me to be airing out my grievances with a game that's not even finished. You know? mm. we'll what about, what about you, uh, Corv? Yeah, I, I since I don't know, I have, I run a business. It's a it's a software as a service, so it's all about the users. Mm. So at this point, you know, right before launch, they need to focus on the user experience because, you know, a couple of weeks ago you jump in and it's like it's like wow, there's a lot of missing things still, just like a couple months before. 
but lately they've been updating those things. Uh, one of the important things that that's that I see missing is like uh, the teleportation and saving locations and like just having a favorites list of locations. Again, uh, though, I saw Two Punk talking about that yesterday okay. and saying that that's that's on the roadmap. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 expected. So as long as they have that, I mean, like plus, a point and a point and click and then favorite locations type situations. Yeah, like, you know, again, like you know, when I hear them talking about that, they've heard about like when I text Two Punk the other day about my name, and he was like, "I understand what's going on, and we're working on it." As long as you guys know about it, I'm sure you know more than me. Mm -hmm. so I'm like, cool. You know, got it. Yep. Yeah, and the other missing feature uh, is like friends list type of thing. So if you got some mm -hmm. friends, you know, tie up oh, yeah, with them. And uh, so yeah, as long as I think, yeah, like taking all of the best of every type of um, attractive online platform, whether and it's, and most of it is video games, right? So like your Xbox uh, menu or like your uh, I keep talking about Diablo, your Diablo inventory or your Minecraft inventory and. Mm -hmm. I know you have, you know, you click on your avatar and you kind of get like a pop-up, but expanding that to maybe that's your NFT wallet inventory, or maybe mm -hmm. it's also your friends list and your locations and packaging that somehow of combining all of these, these interfaces that everybody has been used to with gaming yeah. and your open sea wallet and, you know, Diablo, et cetera, Minecraft, everything that's familiar and somehow organizing it into the world so that it's all in front of you, I think mm -hmm. it's going to be huge yeah. for just the average person to understand like yes. what, what's going on here, guys. Like, what, what, you know, what is this a wearable thing? What is this avatar? What, what can I do? What can I hold? Where can I go? Who can I talk to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, how do I find my friend? Yeah. And, and to, to, to me as a developer, those are way more important than all these little things that I'm requesting that they improve in the SDK and stuff like that. That's, that's like secondary, you know, primary but, but, is. Yeah. Uh, that goes all back experience. to that's core of talking. It goes back to what we were mentioning of who's going to control the, the update process and what yeah. gets priority, yeah. you know, in the future, that's going to be huge. Like, yeah. I, you know, as much as I want um, external images to be able to work 100% of the time, I think it might be more beneficial to have a central hub, you know, a real, really dedicated HUD hub mm -hmm. personalization, whatever you want to call it for every avatar. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is huge. Right. But who, you know, I own land and I own Nana. What, where do I get a say in that? Exactly. I also develop. So it's then, like, so, does my vote count? Where does it count? Who, who's picking that vote? Who's managing that process? I think that's huge. Yeah. And, yeah. and beyond thing is, I didn't really understand um, the vote about, the mana to land uh, ratio thing. It was really, I didn't really understand it. I guess they're trying to figure out like uh, how, how votes how to are going to be weighted. Yeah. yeah. How to balance it. Because if uh, there's only 90,000 parcels in existence and uh, you know, is, is that worth more than X amount of mana? Mm -hmm. How much is one, one parcel worth in terms of like weight and vote? Yeah. Because of what the valuation of land is always fluctuating. Right. So yeah, I mean, and my man personal itself. opinion, I think, is if you're going to have a vote on what's going to happen in the world, you need to be invested more than just the currency. And I, I get so, so it goes back to, you know, they're yeah. burning the mana, et cetera. But yeah. buying land and having a stake actually in the world, whether you're buying wearables, it's more than just mana to me because, um, you know, I, I think you need to have a vested interest if you're going to be voting or casting where the world goes i have to agree i think if you have anything deployed on your land that's because you put some effort into figuring out how to do it 
And if you have any, anything and we got to remember that that stuff costs money. Yeah. So exactly. I, I might not have spent mana on um, developing my land, but the strong don't work for free. That's right. Yeah, but I think I think even if you don't deploy anything on your land, mm-hmm. it took mana to buy your land, and therefore yeah. you went yeah. one step further in your dedication. You invested and, your mana. It's kind of like staking your mana into yeah. the world. Anyone could go buy mana. I can go buy mana on the marketplace. That doesn't mean that I invested in what happens to DCO. That's I just true. want mana to go up or down or speculate or trade or whatever, right? That's true. I don't mm-hmm. care what happens to the underlying NFTs in, in the world. So I think, I, I personally think no one, anyone who has mana should have no rights. They should have no voting rights. I think if you want to have voting rights, you have to either have, you know, developed land, you know, developers get land contributed to them through game jams and et cetera, wearables. I think you need to have some sort of tie to yeah. the world yeah. beyond uh, a tradable currency that I can I can go to any other you know I don't I never have to go to DCL to own mana and then I can vote on what happens I just think that's very uh, yeah you're right because because there could be whales that just you know dump in a whole bunch of money for a yeah, second and their interest and, could be and vote. The, just seeing the mana go up well I think it's a great great exercise I think if we had some spare time and people wanted to scan ether scan find people who have a lot of mana and see if they own any land and correlate the two and see you know how many people in the ratio of who owns this much mana and how many land they have because are they actually gonna you know their votes gonna matter more than how much land they have mm-hmm. uh, it'd be yeah. an interesting exercise yeah and also like competitors to DCL I mean it's not the only virtual world out there and and in a, in a, in a, as as decentralized as as it is, it's still a business of some kind. So there's some interest for them to protect their their assets, their their creations, their virtual world. So if they, if you got to prevent it that way, that's that's the best way to do it. But also too, the value of mana is is very tied to what happens in DCL. So yes. if there aren't people buying land and there aren't people developing on land and there aren't things happening in the world, then owning mana is worthless. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it all ties back to land and deployment and development and what happens in the world. So whoever is a part of that, I think, should have a, a say and the only say in what happens to that world. I mean, it That's, seems like a no brainer. That's why I brought the point up, because I didn't understand it completely. And I feel that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So I didn't understand why we were talking about 5,000 men that would equal land. I'm like, you can't even buy land for 5,000 men. True. <laughs> Almost at no point, point. And since I've been involved, could you buy land for five thousand man? So I, I'm like, I don't really understand mm. why five thousand man or, or even ten thousand man is the is the ticket because unless man is getting ready to do ten flip, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, if you have a land in like in the corner of the center land, that's probably worth a lot less than one that's closer to the center. That's actually not true. Like, oh, that's, the yeah, very, that's very, that's not true. The, yeah, the corners yeah. are mad expensive. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the actual, there's only four yeah. corner plots, right? But right. Those are like super valuable, apparently. It's speculative. Nobody knows that's, why. I guess again, that's, to me, that's, that's super speculative. There's People only four of them, right? Yeah. The chances yeah. of you hitting less that neighbors. corner is almost <laughs> yeah. never, you know? Yeah. But I know what you're saying. I don't think you actually meant like the actual corners. No, I, not the actual corners. <laughs> but 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 you're right. I mean the the I, I, we would argue that the our parcel, our two by two parcel, is worth more than a parcel that has an empty land right next to the center mm. of the center land. Mm-hmm. And so, but I mean, it's of I, course I speculation. Agree, but but you know what? If I own three hundred thousand mana, I have more voting rights than your That's right. your parcel. That's true. <laughs> and yeah. you're gonna be like, hey, wait a second. This guy just voted to go and these incremental updates to the SDK versus uh, a wholesome HUD hub for mm-hmm. the avatar. And now that, that sucks. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. Yeah. And I could care less because I just, you know, whatever. That, that's my biggest thing is I, you know, the, ma- the man, the whole, the whole mana currency, whatever, you know? So, so that vote already occurred for, for yeah, choosing? Yeah, that was uh, a little while ago. That was my, and you had to spend so, in on the vote. And that was the other thing I didn't understand. Uh, I didn't understand a lot about that. So, so that's already like set in stone then? Like the community already decided what to do? Or is it still like open for debate? I feel like that's going to be, a, that's going to be one that we re-vote on. Okay. So it hasn't happened yet. Mm. Like, we're still trying to figure that out. See, it yeah. happened, oh, it did. but it feels like <laughs> it's not we would have to revoke that one because it, yeah, yeah, it yeah, felt yeah. weird. The whole thing felt weird about um, that. You know? Yeah, very important, important decision. And the voting process to teach people how to vote, you know, was on a very important issue. So it kind of mm-hmm. it should have started with some more basic issues to get people up and running before they kind of put out an important one like that. Mm-hmm. So what we're showing right now is I, I, I don't know if you guys can see the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just an example of, you know, the, there's been a lot of improvements in the central land and loading has been one of them because I remember, um, in October, November timeframe, I, I stopped going to the central land because it wouldn't, it wouldn't even load. Mm-hmm. And so now the reason why it's taking long is because I'm, I'm recording everything, but yeah, but nonetheless, yeah, yeah. um, it's, yeah, major improvement. It, there's, there's a lot of improvements, especially now with uh, the settings that you can change, it's like if yeah, I have it, it on the basic. Yeah, if I have it on basic, man, this thing just runs like butter. Yeah. But anything other than that, it's like um it's not butter. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a, another creation up. Uh yes. So we have uh what's it called? The picture frame? Yeah. Oh yeah, here it is. Yeah, you might be interested, uh, Frankie, to get to get your opinions on it. But basically, you can, you can, just like the graffiti wall, you can customize it. You can actually get a picture frame, upload an image, and it'll be posted on, it'll be available on your land. Like, and then it can flip through a couple sets of images. So you can have three images, and, it'll, and you can change the, the delay. So you can set it to delay 20 seconds, so it changes to the next image. So, so basically, if I want, like, if I have my house in Decentraland, I could put, like, literally my whole family portrait, like, on rotation yeah. in my own yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. See, the yeah. thing that I don't understand is how to get this, this individual meta, like, exactly where I want it. You know, you, I mean, I do get it because, you know, you we're using MetaZone right? to do that. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, using yeah. yeah, you have to, little, right? Little editor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. otherwise you, can, you have to. You have to manually. Yeah. yeah. Create, like, build this into your, your, your meta. Into the code, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll make it easier and easier as time goes on. It just depends on how much time we're going to devote based on, you know, how, the how successful and, yeah. CL is at uh, promoting their, their virtual world. But yeah. the cool thing is that you can stretch this image out to whatever. So you got that big graffiti wall. You can have a, you know, all these large images yeah, around it. You know, I was thinking, um, it, it, I, I, don't, I don't know if a lot of people understand, like, what this tower is for. And so I was thinking, like, on the very top floor, we can put, like, a, a large version of this um, picture frame, and we just rotate a picture that says, earn mana here. That way people can well, see from far away. You could yeah. do that. You could also rotate um, gameplay pics and show people, like, what uh, what to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good yeah. point. We've been getting have a you lo- guys, Corb, have you thought of, when, like, if I buy this picture frame, mm-hmm. if I have a second tab open and I update the position, how quickly does that update? Because it's all piped through from a, a system update, right? So it moves pretty quickly. That's a good right? question. Yeah, that's a great yeah. question. Yeah, so what if we work on, and this is kind of what you want to see DCL and helping people adopt, almost a remote 
UI interface, if you have meta, right? If you have meta on your land, and then when you click on that certain meta, the remote will be in the bottom right or wherever, and you mm. can literally arrow position yeah. whatever yeah. you had just recently clicked on. Mm-hmm. And that will still hit the API as mm-hmm. if you were in the other browser and pinging that move system so that it will update. Yeah, that's ex- that's that's exactly how I want it to be. Like I, I, when <laughs> I think of Decentraland, I think of like The Sims. You know, like it should be yeah. as seamless as like building out like a Sims experience. You right. know, I, I mean that's what I want. That's why I want yeah. the store, the, the MetaMart, because mm-hmm. that whole adoption thing, getting people to stay within the world, whether yeah. it's up, uploading this picture instead of going to your tab to you know. A, different tab just be able to do it in the world or to yeah. want to position this in the world not mm-hmm. have a different tab and go back and forth and reposition to just go to their land and say oh shit i want to move this picture frame yeah up to the second yeah. floor let's just click on the little click it and move it up yeah, yeah. That, that's a that's a good point i actually asked uh dcl i think it was uh nico uh if they're ever going to update the hud interface because it's really ugly to work with i'm sure you've been feeling that Brutal. that pain and I'd ask him, like, when is, is, is CSS, HTML going to be a part of that capability? He said, yeah, that's a part of the roadmap. Uh, but uh, so hopefully that will be coming as, as... Everything's a part of the roadmap. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, world domination. Oh, yeah, that's on the roadmap. But don't worry. Yeah, we're taking you over. Know? Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> no, but, I mean, Corp, seriously, you know, I, I got a lot of stuff I'm working on, but would love to try to put some stuff together with you on that. Just... You know, again, we're building these things and maybe in a year or two years, it'll be completely different, obsolete, taken by DCL. DCL says they're going to make their own marketplace. Yeah. So they didn't want to support our marketplace. Yeah. Well, so yeah. what? You know, let's yeah. let's make our own and see how yeah. they can evolve mm-hmm. through the SDK. Um, and I think that'd be huge. I think that'd be a huge proposition for people to, to have a, a marketplace, a pl- somewhere to go to buy things. But then when you buy them, you can actually touch and feel them mm. in real time in the world and yeah. move them. I think that'd be huge. You know, Carl Fravel, he, he made a builder HUD for, mm. you know, local builder stuff. I don't know if you guys saw that or not for his, ed, you know, DCL university courses. Mm. And um, it was all local, right? It wasn't pinging to a backend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. See these arrows, make this UI pop up once you, you click on a meta. If you have it, if you know, <laughs> your, your land, the code will detect if you have meta, it will load all of this in so that when you click on a meta, it'll give you the option to maybe click E or the, the right click it and then yeah. it pops up a, um, this this little you know remote UI, if you will. And then maybe that will get the DCL team to be like, oh man, these guys are really close. Maybe we need to put this up a priority on the on the pipeline or who knows. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah, playing no, the, the music to quiet you, quiet you down last room. It's just... <laughs> if anything, I, I didn't even hear it. Oh, you can't hear it? Yeah, it just came in. Just oh, okay. Uh, what, what happened is... <laughs> He had his own theme song. That was pretty <laughs> awesome, actually. Like yeah. the theme song fucked up for that show. Oh, uh, what happened was, uh, so the game loaded, right? And uh, so I have like a a, a central uh, audio control on this like hardware in front of me, and so the only way we can hear you guys is if uh, I have this up. But it also the audio from the game is also being piped in, nice. and uh, Let's so it, it'll it'll once it finishes loading, it'll turn off. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's off right now. But yeah, last room. So I was talking to to Iman and, and Will here uh, that we th- this picture frame kind of I me- I realized your MetaMart uh, kind of idea uh, where there's a wall of pictures of all these metas. 
so yeah. so now with this yeah. picture frame here like it, it's going to be so easy to make the meta bart and then i was imagining oh, okay. all these walls you click on one of the meadows and it, and it just appears behind you kind of like on the top floor of a meta zone uh that it's so right. much space up there you click on an image and it and the little meta pops up behind you so so yeah it's it's it, all the pieces are in place so now we just need to put that final you know cohesion together and it's it, it would be it would be a pretty badass experience It'd be awesome. See, Absolutely. this, I see, just, just hearing you two guys like brainstorming like this, this is the whole reason we want to do stuff like this. Like, exactly. I, yeah. Like, yeah. you guys are already coming up with what I think is like epochal changes for the platform. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like offhand conversations. <laughs> yeah. That's the idea is like facilitate these types of conversations. I mean, it's easier than just, you know, us talking in the Discord. You know, we can only text. At such a rate per minute, right? Like, yeah. you know, fingers yeah, can only right. operate so quick, so yeah. quickly. But whenever we actually have a, a real discussion, like things like this, this is whenever, like, you know, magic is made. I feel like, for really? lack of a better term, I mean, <laughs> I definitely feel that same way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely, I hope to see you guys working together for sure. Because, yeah, man, this is how things are gonna improve. Yeah, and and internally we're like since you know uh, mana is going up, like we're we're trying to figure out how is it that we're going to structure any kind of like in- incentive to continue like you like, know working together. Yeah, payouts. Like now mm-hmm. now we gotta we gotta figure out when you know we're gonna divvy up the mana. You know, in terms of MetaZone, and then in terms of additional creators that are helping us out. You know, we wanna wanna make the incentives aligned as well. So, mm-hmm. so the next phases are like working on smart contracts. So, so we're all kind of on the same page about how every every uh, uh, contribution is is compensated, and because it's all digital payments, like all the this ten ten mana that you spend to play a game, like all of that can be easily automatically divvied up. You know, uh, mm-hmm. awarded to each each uh, public address. Have you guys worked multi sig wallets at all? Um, S S one more time, last room. Uh, has anybody worked with like a multi-sig wallet? Oh, um, no, but we can. I mean, we're we're <laughs> well, aware of it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've toyed around with the idea of creating um, team contracts, and so um, mm. you know, for projects like this where you you all get on board and everybody you know agrees to their percentage mm. um, mm-hmm. okay. of share, and then. Then you submit the contract as the the point of payment, and then the contract handles all of the divvying by itself. So basically, creating a service that or, or contracts that people a platform can go to and say, "Hey, three of us are teaming up. You know, MetaZone plus Lashroom or, or Add KJ. We're all going to go in. We'll all submit. You know, what our percentage is. Everybody agrees to it. Sees it in like a DAP interface, and then." you know, have a dashboard of basically all of your team contracts that you're getting payouts from however, however, wherever that is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's perfect example. Game jam, you know, game jam. It was me, KJ, Nemo and somebody else. And we got land and we got mana. So how do we divvy that up? Who worked more? We never, you know, kind mm-hmm. of just still trusting in each other in discord, you know, KJ's never heard who I am or even seen who I am. No one has. Like, mm-hmm. how, do, how do we divvy this up fairly and, and trustworthy, right? Yep. I think having that would be huge. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. something that uh, that needs to... Because even, even whenever you create a creation and you upload it into MetaZone and it's a meta now, 
you know, that, that all those creators that, you know, contributed to that, you know, uh, need to be compensated in some format. But also, like, the landowner might have a couple people that he's got, you know, shared land with. So there could be a couple wallets in, involved for, for the 50% of the, the 10 mana that people pay. So having that, that customization inside of MetaZone might be, you know, super valuable. But uh, yeah, it's got to deploy to a to a contract, so it's a so it, so people all the the mana goes directly to that contract. Uh, that way, you know, there's no discrepancies, there's no questions, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just automated. Every time a meta is created, and you guys come to agreement on the split, you know, that mm-hmm. is put into a contract, and a new contract gets created, and you know, your address, Meta's address, and the developer's address. If there's a landowner's address, it all gets in there, mm-hmm. and it's binding. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. we totally agree. I mean, we that's what we want to do because, like, we go. talk about is you know this is sort of like a business, and uh, we can't do everything ourselves, and so we need to figure out some sort of like mechanism where we can just deploy um, people to help us work on stuff without having them to trust us that we're going to compensate them or whatever, you know. Yeah. And this and is think, this is the best way. Yeah. We need to figure out. I was mentioning in you guys one of your channels too is scraping people's scenes you know um instead of having them upload it right to be able to pull down their scene code so that you guys can incorporate and hopefully as we as corbin i mentioned the automated process of inserting the code at certain lines and then redeploying it automatically so that you wouldn't have to do a lot of the manual stuff that Corv or whoever has to do right now. Yeah, some interesting yeah. news about that. Uh, the Central End like made some updates to the deployment process, process, and I realized those updates and made some modifications to the MetaZone base code. So now it's like stupid easy to deploy something new on somebody else's land because all you have to do is change the scene.json file. So it's a massive like decrease in workload to deploy. Now I don't have to like remove files because there's a there's a file cap limit, file size limit. There is no limit right. anymore. It all get all of it gets deployed into the same uh, server host, and and now so there so so yeah so now deployment is even easier. So so we can make that happen with uh, less. Well, good. Less yeah, like I said, I was working on, and I hate to that we're hijacking the topic, <laughs> but just thirty seconds. You know, working on the upload S3 to Amazon EC2 automatic deployment to a piece of land. I mean, that integration was unit tested mm-hmm. um, where I would it wasn't seamless, but I would upload something to S3, which was basically the entire scene file mm-hmm. or directory. And then on EC2, I would point to that S3 bucket and scrape it, find the line and insert mm-hmm. uh, a little um text shape you know on an entity and then deploy it nice yeah and it worked yeah so so now whenever somebody uploads their meta all they're doing is uploading one folder with all the files and you're they're done you know so the there there's a little piece of code that gets added to the main game dot 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 ts file and then and then that's it so it's ready to go and all that that same the huge bulk load like everything every single meta is hosted on that person's land, so as soon as they buy something new, it'll 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 show up. So right. so yeah, so it's gonna be yeah. Hey Oscar, we'll, we'll, we'll have to connect on it for sure. Yep, we're we're gonna try something. So uh, obviously the game is not playable. So I'm gonna send you a link to this discussion, 
and then uh, you can share your screen okay. onto, onto this feed. Yeah, that's all a good you have idea. to do is just turn off the audio so that yeah. you don't have like. Yeah, that's a good idea. Might, might be better. Hey, well, I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm going to the uh, to the meet. Uh, what do you call this thing? Oh, do you want to share your screen, Frankie? Oh, uh, share my screen. Yeah. yeah, that might be easier. Yeah, that might be easier. Let me. Uh, so ready? this is the play test you're about to get into. Yeah, right? I'm yeah. Hop, hop in, and then we'll watch what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I got you. Okay, and for anybody who's not aware, who's watching so, this, yeah, I guess break it down. I guess uh, uh, incrementally, uh, Decentraland has these play tests, right? Because uh, we're still in closed beta phase. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, the, the, usually the play tests are Friday, but lately for the last month or so, it's yeah, been every day. Exactly, because I mean it's crunch time now. They only got seven or six or seven days left, so now is the time to you know squeak out the uh, yeah the polishing. Well, I just I logged in here a second ago, and it. Um, it basically crashed me out of here, and there was nothing in the chest. Mm. But we're gonna go back for another try. Yeah, late like past two days, it's been taking a little bit longer than usual to, to load up. I just think that they're doing so much right now. You know, mm. Like that thing I just saw you pull up. I don't even know how you pulled that up. The emote, that passport thing. Nah, the emote thing. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. You just press B, and then mm -hmm. uh, the little scroll wheel will show you all the options. Oh, that's what I that gotcha. is. But yeah, they just added that. It looks like I have my wearables back, so that's good. Yeah, you know, so it's you know, like I said, I, I'm video game culture today. You drop a game that's not even halfway finished. Yeah, that's so true. That's, that's true. What it is, you know. That, so like, I'm not even surprised. I think that a lot of that's the like Steam is to blame for that. I guess like the whole indie. Yeah. Uh, when I first started playing PUBG, the whole fucking shit wouldn't load. Yeah, you, know, you jump out the airplane, you land, like the whole house ain't even built yet. You're stuck in a wall. Yeah, you know. That was a you know expensive game. That's why I'm not too worried about how like the current iteration of Decentraland is because Korv told me he was involved in like very beginning of Minecraft. He actually knew the guy who made Minecraft. So and he yeah, he, not... he he tells me that like back then it was like a duty version of what it is today. Well, that's what William says. Well, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Somebody said that. He, he, I don't know. He's I... looking at me play this like 2D box it's game. He's like, "What the hell are you doing with your life?" Yeah. yeah. He's like, Dude, <laughs> now, now that guy's like a multi-billionaire, right? Exactly. That's true. Yeah, he sold it for 1.8 billion or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that could have easily been BTC or you know. First of all, I yeah. Flex on the outfit. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. There's only ten of those people. So what Frankie's doing? We're we're watching his uh, his screen right now, and he has this uh, this wearable where his torso is a complete skeleton. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. And more importantly, they're NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I thought this one was so valuable was it's the only one that changes your complete appearance. Yeah. It's not a shirt. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're actually spot on in that speculation, man. Like you're a whole different character now. You can go around spooking kids and stuff with that. <laughs> <laughs> and only like me, Maddie, and two other guys can do that because Maddie bought everything. <laughs> yeah, see, we want to shoot a promo video for our Block Runner Tower, and we I wanted like to us be decked out in these cyber outfits, but Maddie owns yeah. like all of them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. So yeah. like either Maddie has to get on board and like dance for us or something, <laughs> put on a show, or or we're just not gonna look cool. You know, that's the problem. Hey, there's gonna be some new wearables that come out, and honestly, I. Thought I'd be getting one now out of this chest right here, but apparently it says their servers are having an issue. So I'm just gonna walk around and say hi to everybody. Yeah, that's that's you know if this happens on what is it next Thursday? Is the launch the twentieth? I mean it's it yeah the it's coming up, dude. Yeah, or next week for sure. Is if this happens next Thursday, like they're they're gonna they're gonna receive a lot of fire. 
what just what are you so talking like about? just like these glitches like for example every yeah. time every time we went to go find nfts remember yeah there was always like something wrong yeah and uh and that was like what like a couple hundred people at most yeah like that graveyard event yeah yeah, yeah that's dude. the most people i've seen is like when the nfts come out for sure like you said there's something at stake right yeah but yeah this it's gonna be interesting man hopefully it's not one giant lag fest i mean zero cool right here so how's the experience for you, Frankie? Is it smooth for you, or is it still like fairly smooth? My computer is pretty beastly, so like <laughs> okay. even for my computer, this is you know like not the most awesome, but you know. Yeah. What What are your settings at right now? I put them to medium this time. Okay. I felt like basic was just ugly. Oh look, there's Kobe. He's alive, dude. I Kobe. I tried to get that name. I knew it would be gone. And that was another <laughs> thing I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out how to get multiple names, so I just quit on that. Mm. Yeah, you. You had to switch your address, and then you can buy more. Yeah, multiple wallets, basically. Whatever, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a hassle. Look at this! Oh, oh, dude had the LED outfit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man, I was gonna go check it out. Oh, I missed it. That either was Maddie or someone. Like, not that many people have that LED one. There's not even that many of those. Like, there's ten, but there's only like so many minted, like three. So, mm-hmm. so this is a plaza you guys how, are at. How did they get a hold of them? Were they just were they just dropped into the market? Like, so originally, and I don't know. So now there's some questions I have, and I can actually show you guys in a minute. But um, uh, originally they they were given out during the playtest, right? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, then like you know, a lot of them were all the way minted because everybody didn't get into the playtest. Like in the Christmas playtest, I couldn't get anything done. I couldn't do any. It was too crowded and. Playtest kept crashing, so obviously not. Yeah, same. And um, so I didn't get many things out of that one. And so I think that a lot of people had that same issue. Um, mm-hmm. And for that, you probably had less pe- less of those things being minted. So now you have a situation with the Christmas wearables where there's some still out there. And how they're going to be minted, that's another thing. How these things are minted. And So I have a question. We have the exclusive mask. Now let me, let me just skip over. This is my world. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yep. Imagine if OpenSea didn't exist. <laughs> like, See, we need the marketplace. You need to go. <laughs> oh yeah, and to, we, the we were talking about that the other day. Like, man, I don't want to be paying you know, seven and a half percent everything I buy from OpenSea. You know, it's just a situation mm. right now. You know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, and so, it's arbitrary. They just set it at a random seven percent. There's no reason for it. Yeah, exactly. Um. So all right. So they came out with these masks first, right? You guys remember this playtest? The first first playtest. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember. Oh, yeah, those masks. Black, black yeah, and white masks. masks. Yeah, so, yeah, so they came out with these masks first, right? Mm-hmm. So each of these masks should be 100, but for some of them, there's only a few of them, like the theater masks that I have, where there's, I believe, five total. Mm. Um, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. This is interesting. You cut these into my mouth. I know that's funny. Now. So there's yeah, five yes, total sir. of these, and that's why mine is yeah. at 1,500 mana, uh, 15,000 mana. Um, um, if they're going to mint any more of these. So, you know, it's real speculation. You know what I mean? Um, but what I did see recently was during the same series, the, the, uh, the mass series, hmm. there was three last week. Oh, there's a this clown one was born recently, and I don't understand how that's a thing. Hmm. So I've been watching this stuff real closely, obviously, you know that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's something I've been keeping my eye on as far as, like, rarity. And that's why I started getting into the one of tens, because I, there's at least a straight up like there's you know there's one attempt you know hey yeah. hey last room quick question you know the process to being able to create these wearables in, in the sense that you have to be accepted by the dow 
Yeah. Like, do you do you know that process? They're for, just starting it. For Decentraland? Yeah. Yeah. Toon Punk yeah. said he's going to start something after the launch. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's just not even good. So uh, every, every wearable right now has been created by Decentraland. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and that's I guess that's why they had the contest recently. So they can get some, you know, external yeah. designs up. Yeah, and down. But they're, what they're going to do is, like, give you 30% of the NFTs. I don't know how many they'll mint, but... Well, they're saying it's going to be a legendary and, you, or, okay, a legendary and, and a mythic. Some. So it's like, if it's a mythic, you get three. If it's a legendary, you get 30. Hmm. Hmm. So, <clears throat> so you submit, like, a design uh, as, a, as an NFT wearable creator, and then the DAO determines like the minting properties or something. I think they know. I think they're gonna vote on designers. Yeah, that's what I heard. Really? Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, not, it's it's definitely like a closed ecosystem. Then, like, you have to be approved, and then, like, you're gonna have like yeah, because we don't want to be flooding the market with NFTs, yeah. with wearables. You know, what I mean? like if you look at um crypto voxels, they've got a gang of wearables worth nothing. Mm. You know? I see. Yeah, but again, like, who's gonna who's gonna be voting on who gets approved or not. There's the other thing. And, 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 and Tom, I, mean, I think you're making a huge point right here with the land to mana thing, because at this point, we talk about wearables, right? And who, you know, all that's going to affect, yeah, it affects mana holders, but like it really affects us, you know, the, the people who are building the things and because it's what's drawing the attention to the world, you know, and you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a little bit of a balance. I don't 100%. I'm like talking myself out of it right now. Well, I mean, I, I personally don't agree with the apple ecosystem at all mm-hmm. i think if you're having a word a world with the word decentralized in it uh-huh. and you're creating these DAOs to govern what is allowed i think outside of um you know not suitable for work and adult content mm-hmm. i think it should be anybody can create whatever kind of content as great or as terrible as it is in mm-hmm. the marketplace yes. will whittle yes. that out. I 100% agree. Free market economics, right? Like the market will determine what has value and doesn't. You don't have to police that and like pick the winners and losers of the system. It's, it's up to the people. To so you're saying um, your ideal uh, NFT creation process would be anybody creating any NFT and the market will decide what, what is valuable and what is it. Yeah, either either it's valued based on the scarcity elements that these NFT creators are caking into them or maybe there's like we've been talking about some proof of work behind these NFTs like you actually have to earn them. So the side effect to this is like Frankie's uh, torso, like Bones torso. Yeah. Somebody can straight copy that and it's just going to be just a different type of NFT. Literally. And not, not like copy but, it like but a it's little o- bit. They can go get the code. And get yeah, but it's okay because people might think, okay, it's obviously a copycat because it wasn't the original. So I'm not going to buy that. There's no value to this copycat. I'm going to buy the one that was the original, yeah, just like art. Saying, yeah. But, you know, somebody I, could just be wearing it and then it just like the whole place has skeletons all over. Yeah, that's the thing. So you want to be the unique guy looking like yeah. a skeleton. Yeah. Now everybody but, looks like a skeleton because there's copies. So there should be a, a voter like approval process. Like, hey, here's another skeleton on the on the voter voting list. Uh, but list. no, what Let's we're saying is, is, if there was a a situation where you can just make anything, then you would just be able to literally go find the code for the whole skeleton on GitHub and then you'll see it already, mm-hmm. and you can just literally just paste it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's okay because like people are rocking, like people yeah, are paying a thousand dollars for a Gucci bag. But there's yeah. still thousands of people walking around with Go fake to New York Gucci bags. and Chinatown, and you'll get it for a hundred bucks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, you get these these mock these these copycats, That's right? True. That's the way it is. But but people are still so going to pay a thousand dollars. Bootlegging is going to be a thing. 
Oh yeah. If, if we leave it to like, I'm gonna like start if, now. That's what I'm starting making skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> just mass produce these skeletons, <laughs> dude. Like, like, off the street, I'm going yeah, yeah. to skeletons for some bootleg business. I mean, it's. I think that's a, like you leave the market to, to determine these, these these value outcomes, right? That's that's the way it should work. I think. Yeah, I don't disagree, uh-huh. but I, I I I see the concern. Like in, concern. In, yeah, but at, at the same time, though, I think it's a big turnoff to people like myself that I can create some pretty cool wearables, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to get approved because why? Because somebody says I can't. But I have really mm-hmm. cool stuff I want to create. Frankie yeah. has. A, yeah. He has a. He wants to create jewelry. He's yeah. not going to get approved. I'm just being devil's advocate. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Well, that sucks yeah. for him. Yeah, what if he wanted yeah. to create, you know, his his wearables for himself? Yeah. I can't create. And again, forget the whole adult maturity content. Like, yeah. I just want to create a badass skull ring or something. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. I can't do that because a, a group of voters that have been selected by something <laughs> yeah. says no. Yeah, they have like a monopoly there, there on creation. A, that's uh, that's yeah. messed up. And I think that we're going to have some battles ahead of us mm. too, Sean, about things like this. That's it, yeah. It, it reminds me of another topic that we've we've discussed internally about the the creator contests, the the different contests that uh, DCL puts oh, out. Yeah. Because recently they've been you know pushing like uh, replayable content, and if they really wanted to do that, then they could have easily some kind of like pay like play. Everybody creates their content, and then they they have a button that DCL created that uh, that tracks you know how many plays you know happened. So if you got the most gameplays, yeah. Then, then you should win the contest. Yeah, if if you if if the point of the contest is to create a replayable experience, oh, then the metric is how many times did people play it, and that's the mm. winner. Mm. Yeah, and that's All trackable. Right. Well, in the with the well, you talking about the you're not talking about the builder contest. You're talking about the um the game jam, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. game jam. But the problem with the game jam was uh, you were able to make scenes that were not going to be on the land. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that right. was that was another yes. issue I have. It the people were building these massive experiences that have like zero; <laughs> never they'll never be imp- uh, implemented yeah. because of the yeah. land restriction. Yeah. You know, so I thought that was kind of messed up. I mean, <laughs> th- there's a reason why the stuff that we create is for a single parcel for the most part, right? Pack runners mm-hmm. like two parcels or yeah. two by two, but yeah, uh, there's a reason why we're focused on a single parcel because that's. Probably the most likely most ownership. Likely, yes. you know, most exactly. people are going to own single, maybe two by twos, but like these yeah, giant estates are in the hands of no, like a few. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's I think it's important, and like things like the Infinity Engine we just found out about are is definitely like helping. Yeah, you know, from what I've seen, they had a little trailer teaser video of like a train game or something. Yeah, that, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's looks like pretty a, cool. That looks pretty. cool. I mean, that that brings a whole new level of value to a single parcel owners. Hey, Oscar, you know? did you see that the Infinity Engine? Uh no, I don't think I've seen it. Seen it? No, okay. I probably heard us talking yeah, about it. I heard yeah. you guys talk about it. Yeah. it. Sounds cool. So basically, some guy created an engine where he moves the world. It's and, like a treadmill, and keeps right? You, it's like a treadmill. Yeah, and it keeps yeah, you like stationary. I played it in the game jam. Oh, you, oh, you played did? it? Yeah, it's like um, if you've ever gone and DCL just bombed out. By the way, I just had a huge error going. Yeah, I'm not. No. Yeah. So basically. If you've ever been in like in a mall or something, and you see those almost spaceship virtual simulators yeah. that you sit in and it moves, yeah. that's what you would do. And you would sit in it, and you could see yourself on the map not moving. Yeah. But like the whole scene around you was moving. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It was it was really interesting. Um, it was a cool concept. So Oscar, I wanted to ask you. Uh, so this thing can be deployed. Let's say, assume they could be deployed on a one by one, right? You deploy this, and now you can create. Uh, Doom. You can literally recreate Doom without 
in a single parcel by moving the world around you. So, in your opinion, like how much, how much, how is that really possible in the sense that you can, you're basically playing a game from a server. Yeah, you're playing a game inside of a game. Yeah, <laughs> but game session. I don't think I think with that though. I mean, there's only two buttons you can click on and two clicks. You oh. know, so I think the inputs need to expand massively for anything beyond you know a point and click outside. I mean, you can't play Doom with just WASD in your mouse. You got to have True. an inventory. You know, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. there's a whole additional input kind of roadmap that needs to occur for anything material in terms of a game to be accomplished okay that makes sense so it's funny uh so this uh, this uh, play test um it said you know go find the chest and like you spawn and it's right in front of you (laughs) (laughs) well if you go if frankie goes up this left side which i try to do go into the forest up the left side and then you'll see like a um, i don't know there's like a cave and i was trying to go up the steps around the top of the cave and i bombed down Mm. Yeah, I just bombed out a minute ago too, so I don't, think, I don't know if it was necessarily the area you were in. Yeah. yeah, it looks really smooth on Oscar's computer. Yeah, Oscar's playing right next to us, and like it's yeah. buttery yeah. smooth. This is where I'm, I'm starting to run now. Yeah, I'm starting to run really smooth as compared to before when I just crashed out. Yeah, and I'm running on basic like settings, so I'm on uh, medium buttons. It was real smooth for me until it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we do these so the, tests, I guess. Yeah. The, the reason why we're talking about smoothness is because right now the feed is like choppy. Yeah. And we just want to reiterate that it's yeah. not that experience. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. It's definitely um, smooth. And these chests are going to be used during the launch part uh, event. I guess it's a four day event, correct? Like that, uh, a treasure hunt. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and it's going to span a, a bunch of parcels, so a bunch of creators. See a lot of people with their names. I'm just wondering why. Yeah, I know. Sometimes mine shows up and it doesn't. And one if thing I, I go to the DCL um like the avatar page, I'm good. Like I'll I'll, I'll drop in as Frank and Evans. But right now I have my I have my outfit. have my outfit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If so, the way wait, hey, you guys, um, I just thought of something. Yeah, uh, have you guys heard of the nodes, the DCL nodes? Uh, a little bit, but what it? Yeah, tell tell us more. So there's gonna be, I think there's gonna be ten nodes. Oh right, like the I, I've been working host. with Bows Games on this for Blackjack. Yeah. So syncing multiplayer experiences, mm. they won't be across. Like if I'm on node one and you guys are on node oh. five, mm. you, won't, you won't you yeah. won't be in the same. You, you, you won't know, be on the same server. You know what, Lastrum? Oh. When uh, we were first like trying to imagine this this game world back in June, we had that same conversation in, yeah. like. Understanding that. And understanding, like, we're probably going to have different experiences because we're going to be in different servers. Yeah. Yeah, and we also designed our <laughs> mini games around that 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 lack of multiplayer ability. Yeah. You know, like, the block hole game we just released would be way more fun if you could play, like, with other people yeah. and compete against, like, uh, like who's last man standing, basically, yeah. in, like, right. a, a single round. Instead, we had to design it around, like, your own individual experience. That's right. You know what I mean? So if you're telling me that multiplayer is coming, then shit. Oh shit, we we just lost the connection. To who? To all of them? Yeah, to all of them. Oh no, dude. Well, to to cor- to correct what you're thinking. It's still uh, recording though, right? It's still recording. Okay. Hi, man. Yeah. Because you know we're still recording. Uh, it's not that. Uh, th- he's talking about the fact that there's so many players. You can't have all of them on one server. So they have to divide them up, and he's and they're calling it nodes. Yeah. So there'll be different nodes. So you'll be like a hundred in this one, a thousand in this one, you know, eight hundred in this one, 
and and me and we're in the same room, but we might be on three different nodes. So we oh, might. so we can't even, we can't pick and choose which. Yeah. Node. So the question oh, would be to him would be like, are we able to you know jump to a specific node? I think yeah. once you're on a friends list, it'll put because you in, in like, the same node. Like let's say all three of us. And me and Will have experienced this before. Like we at the graveyard event, we we tried to hop in together, and, but we were never. We were like standing in the same spot, but we didn't see each other. Yeah. So we were in separate nodes, essentially. Yeah. Right. And suppose yeah, and we didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, exactly until, until yeah they talked about. I it. tried like refreshing over and over and over again until we got into the same node. I think we actually got to there at one point, but it took a lot of like refresh attempts. Yeah. So it's so it's an. It's a necessary evil, you yeah, know, to have that many people. Because imagine ten thousand people, you know, when this gate's open, they're all gonna like plop into the same center plaza. Yeah, that thing's gonna explode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And what I'm wondering, I thought he was gonna say something like, "Other people can host these nodes." Yeah, me too. Instead of uh, so, so it's more decentralized. Maybe like some kind of like a uh, incentive mechanism, like you earn mana, but you have to like run the hardware costs or something like that. Some type. Yeah, like like a Bitcoin. Mining pool, essentially. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like the nodes are, are mining by yeah. providing all this interaction. Yeah, so you have to, like, be voted in by the DAO. Like, I, I have all this hardware capability. Like, I want to be a node runner. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a good way to solve the problem of having, of the decentralization. Uh, yeah, Like, 100%. we could we could buy our own server and, and host a node if we, if we wanted to blow money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you, if you're it's mining, an investment, right? It's an investment, right? Yeah. So you're gonna so. make some returns, and hopefully, like you're earning mana by hosting these nodes, and then yeah. the price of mana goes up just like Bitcoin does, and yeah, makes it makes it more worth it. More more nodes that's spawn up because now it's more worth it. So if Decentraland is hosting all these nodes, and yeah, it is kind of like hopefully they're not all in the same spot, you know, because that's you know, true. You or, want them to be spread out, maybe like one in a different country, right? Like one in South America, one in America or mm-hmm. North America, stuff like that. But so, it's <clears throat> overall, it's good news. Yeah, but I guess because uh, they are progressing towards more decentralization, they have to. Is the internet down? I think the internet's down. That's why it cut off. Can you can you check? Yeah. Yeah. Fortunate. Technical yeah, difficulties. Oh, you have a connection. Yeah. Oh, well, give me the link so I can. Yeah. I could jump in. <clears throat> You won't be recording. Yeah, there. yeah, we won't be able to hear anything. I don't think. Yeah, because I'm not connected. Yeah. This. But if I just use your audio, like, no. What are you trying to do? Like, if you listen to this somehow. I mean, we don't. We don't need sound on that computer. Yeah. Well, if like, oh, he, he if wants I, to host like the the meeting conversation again. Yeah, on his computer. Oh, you wouldn't have their voices on. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It has to be. It has to be on this. But computer. how are you doing? How is this recording? Like, is this specific it's link? USB. Okay. And it's not like you plug and play type thing. No, it's not. Okay. No. Um, how many? I mean, we got like an hour and a half. If we get them back, we could just have like some closing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, close this out. And then, uh, yeah, we're about to get this back on. There we go. Hey, guys, we're back. All right. Sorry. No I'm, not, I'm not sure what happened. We just lost the internet connection. And yeah, I don't know. Our bad. DCL really uh, bombed out on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. Every time we try to get one more person on the internet on the podcast, like, we always have, like, these... Like, some kind of event. It, yeah, it's never, like, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> never. But hopefully uh, our production value goes up pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So let me switch. So whose screen are we... Is it, oh, yeah. This is Frankie. You're running yeah. through... Uh, yeah. Here we go. All kinds of stuff. Exploring. Yeah. yeah. So... This is insider access. 
boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be white. Yeah, we got lost. No, I, I, basically, I'm looking for like that treasure chest again. I'm just so, lost. So, Lastrum, since you know a little bit more about the node situation, I yeah. kind of updated uh, Iman that mm-hmm. the fa- these are nodes where 100 people are on one node, you know, 200 people are on another node. So, if you're if we're three people in the same room, we might be on different nodes, right? Exactly. Yeah, and and, and then, uh, then, the, then there should be a way to link up with your friends and and get on the same node, no? Yeah, there should be. Yeah, because like I said, right. That, but I I mean I haven't again heard anything in the the air quotes roadmap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like boss games, boss games, whoever mentioned it to me because we're doing blackjack together, and yeah. you know, hosting blackjack. Um, if you're playing. You have to be on the same instance. So there's no to be no one standing next to you, but the table, the cards are going to be flipping. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, it'd just be a weird experience. So, and then the other question is: Can other companies or other people host these nodes? And so, Faus is, he says. Okay, interesting. Hosting his own node. Nice. So, what's his incentive? Like, does he get a mana kickback for hosting the hardware to run these nodes, or what? Kind of like mining. I don't know exactly what he means by like what he's hosting and, and all of that, because there was a new, it was new to me about a week and a half ago. So I don't know outside of user experience, what he achieves by hosting a node. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, cause I assume there's a, there's obviously a capital investment in that he has to, you know, yeah. Host, host servers. Yeah. That's not free. <laughs> so, I mean, is you're doing, is yeah, they, um, they raise a lot of money through their, their, Parcel sales. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw that. I don't see. They got busy. So it's probably like you know he has his incentive is he, in order for his business to run, he needs to do something. Or other people, I guess the hope is like other uh, businesses, you know, pick up that same baton and start hosting their own servers. Yeah, and I guess it's we're, good. We're, we're hoping to have yeah a, a lot of gameplay in the casino space. So you know, seamless experiences is paramount. And yeah. Um, you know, if you want to have multiplayer blackjack, you can easily just have it where you walk up to a, a table and play by yourself. But if you want to make it, you know, multiplayer and the experience, you've got to all be on the same node, it sounds like. So I think yeah, yeah. whatever investment that is, the return will be through the gameplay. And you know, the So in the casino for blackjack, do you, do you pull up some kind of interface for people to interact with? Or is it literally on the table? It's on the table. So KJ Walker and I... Um, we've made little like uh, computer touch screens that have all of the the clickable inputs. Okay. And next to on the table um, is where your cards are dealt. So you walk up to the table. There'll be like a little touch screen. It says, you know, welcome to blackjack. Click play. You join a table, and then all of your chip selection, button pressing, hit stand is all done there. And the cards interact in front of you as well. Interesting. Awesome. So then the people next to you, when you're playing, you'll see them, and if they're, you know, again, apparently on the same node, yeah. you'll see cards dealt to them. Sure, and sure. How, and how their cards come out, whatever. Yeah, that, so, uh, are Central you, just, just yeah. bottomed out. That's another thing that yeah. I'm afraid of. Uh, Last from our, you, you're, an Amer- you're American, right? Uh, sound, I am. Yeah, have you thought about any legal implications for these, uh, these kind of gambling experiences? Like, have you, Yeah, so... Uh, what we're doing, Baus Games has already gone through all the KYC and legalization of his gambling stuff, yeah. and he's invested mm-hmm. a lot of money in it, mm-hmm. um, his company or whoever's behind him. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is I am developing the code base, and then again, with that kind of smart contract, when, let's say, a table has $1,000 to start, right, and that, that's a starting at every 24 hours it resets, you know, 
his company is going to flood the, you know, fund basically the casino. Mm. And so my code base, I'll just get paid based on a pro rata share of how much the table makes mm-hmm. over a 24 hour period. And mm. as the creator or as just like there's one table. So this one's my table. They can, well, as they can... a, so I've made it where he can have as many tables as he wants. Okay. So as a creator. Basically. And so I'll get a share off of all those tables. Nice. Oh, interesting. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Great. And so I don't have to worry about it necessarily because I'm under his envelope of code base and, you know, he's already yeah. gone through the that process. So it's all behind the Decentral Games wall, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially you're just getting paid for the code, the coding work that you exactly. put behind it. And then right. the Umbrella Company, uh, I'm assuming they're based maybe like in the Caymans or something, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, he's actually based, I don't want to give too much, I mean, it's not like he's secret, he's in London. Okay. Yeah. yeah so as long as you're not in America, you're good. <laughs> There's so much yeah. restrictions nowadays. The entity. Yeah. yeah. Do you ha- um last room, I'm not sure if you know, but do you know about all the like American restrictions? Like you 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 know, you're you're in um uh, California, right? Oh god, say that again. Are, are you in uh, California? Yeah, hold on a second. Let me move away from this chest. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Damn. Um yeah. Hey that that big box, Frankie? I think that's yeah, where the the uh, Teslas are. Oh, it's a Tesla spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, my Tesla it truck. Actually, that's that one's wheels. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> you can't down. scratch it. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one right here, the fresh one, that's me. It's so big. It's a little big. Dude, it's fucking huge. It's <laughs> driving it right now. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. We're just diddling with trucks right now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. I know who made that. I don't know if he wants me to tell everybody who made it, but I know who made it. Is it gonna be more? Uh, I don't. I don't know. But what he, the reason why he made that is because there's a guy named Elon in uh, in Decentraland, and he wanted to take a picture of Elon with uh, the Cybertruck. <laughs> Most ridiculous shit ever. Yeah, that's funny. As but well. I don't know who Elon is, but I've seen him around. That's pretty cool. Um, all right, I'm back. Sorry, who's asking me a question? I, I forget about being in it, it was uh, it was me, Will. Uh, I had I, I was I was asking where you are just because <clears throat> we're trying to raise money ourselves so in, in like, like several ways, right? The traditional way, and then there's the blockchain way. Oh shit, that's cool, man. See, I'll show you what the problem with this is now. Um, and yeah. and so um, so if we threw if we do it the blockchain way, where we are doing a NFT sale. I think I th- from what from what I understand in the United States, I oh so you don't have any animations with that thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the the situation is as long as you're not raising money from Americans, then you can raise as much as you want. Would that be correct, Lashram? Um, you, you were talking about NFTs, so you're saying can you sell NFTs and still be acceptable if you use that money for something like uh, gambling? Well, so uh, so this is this is a question outside of gambling. This is more of like general raising of funds as as an American company. That's that's really the question. That's where the question comes from. Well, I think I think if you know, again, it's all about if it's a security, right? So an NFT. Um, that's definitely you know, that not a security. A question if it's a security or not, because it's it's unique in itself. Right. Yeah. Um, and and that creates its own value. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, on the surface, I would say no. That's not. I, I have to agree. Uh, I have to agree. You know, and, and I think if you have a ERC twenty token and you're you're selling a hundred thousand of them, which I've wanted to do for my personal 
For I, sure. I have a, a short-term rental platform. And so I raise money and say, hey, guys, look, I'm going to, you'll get a hundred, you know, here's a hundred thousand tokens, flood the market, whoever owns them gets a share of the revenue of the short-term rentals plus stays based sure. on how many sure. coins you have. Sure. I think that is a security. Yeah, I now, agree with that. You know, if you guys want to create, you know, block runner NFTs uh, that are t-shirts, hats, whatever, and people buy them and then that money goes for something else, I don't think you have to register. Uh, That's exactly but, what I thought. Even if, so yeah. that means that we can sell our NFTs to Americans because they're not securities. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, they're, they're basically it, digital it, goods. Yeah. You know? They're digital goods. You'll yeah. have to report it, everyone on their taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. You won't have to register with FINRA or the SEC or anything like that. Yeah. See, yeah. It's just, I'm not experienced enough to like, you know, just go head forth on, on something like this. But I think, you know, this is a good time to take a risk just because. <laughs> It's new and yeah, there's not a lot of regulatory well, guidelines again, out there. Again, I would love to create some NFT wearables. Maybe who knows? I create the most badass, you know, wearables, uh, outfits, costumes that are super rare because I only create five of them and they're yeah. badass. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm yeah. not going to get approved by this this <laughs> nebulous mm-hmm. approval committee that lets me onboard as a wearable designer. Yeah, right. And that's totally unfair. I agree, man. No, I, I totally agree with that for sure. Because because you know what. Maybe I'm doing that to raise money for Metamart. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know. Again, it's like uh, I, I think it's very unfair for people who exchange mana and own mana to have more voting say than people that are actually building and developing in the world. Yeah, I totally uh, agree. Meanwhile, I haven't found shit. So <laughs> yeah, I think I people. It's just, it's gonna the, be the chest open for me. It told me that it didn't. It didn't tell me I got anything, but it told it didn't tell me that the servers were down. Hmm, right. Oh, really? Told me I keep going. The servers are down. No, so I just got that to happen, but it didn't tell me I got an NFT. So I'm trying to go back to it now. I went over there and the, I don't know what the Explorer almost bombed out. <laughs> the chest for me doesn't even show up anymore. Like, oh no, it's the only thing not visible anymore. <laughs> and I don't see I any people. Think... Wait, it's over here now. Oh, oh it moved. Yeah. Oh, it's floating. Oh, it's broken. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, he oh, found cool. something. Well, it, found says a, it. it says you found a treasure. Click on it to see what's inside. Man, run! <laughs> oh, he he found a hundred uh, mana or a hundred ERC twenty. Yeah, hundred mana. Mm. Oh, give me uh, yeah. mana. So uh, oh, give me the item. Zero. <laughs> That's the mana. Oh, and, oh, then and it crashed. crashed. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> as soon as I get over here, it's like your connection. Oh God! So Frankie, keep running around. There's like a chest that's floating in midair. And oh uh, wow, I found something. Click to see what's inside. Yeah, there we go. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hundred mana, I'll take it. Everybody's, everybody's getting a hundred mana. I want my hundred mana. <laughs> yeah, we're, that's we're, a that's an avatar right there. You make your second yeah, one. It's a yeah. name. Yeah. No way I'm gonna forget a name, but still. Yeah, we're trying to locate where it was. That way we can tell you. But seventy-four negative seven. Seventy-seven nine. Oh wow! It just bombed out. Yeah, yeah it happened to us. Same here. Yeah. Seventy-four on my seven. I gotta go straight down. <laughs> Unreal. So now we'll be able to show everybody what people. Yeah, what we're do- what what's going on? Yeah, we- yeah. The whole point of us just running in this stupid area trying to pick the same. <laughs> yeah, and I guess they're simulating what's going to happen in six days. Uh, pretty much everyone's going to be doing this. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, but again, that whole decentralized thing in the node system. I don't know when that's going to go live, but maybe that. I mean, I, I can only see that helping the load balancing. Yeah, yeah, for real. It has to, for sure. 
Yeah, the, the, and that the, gets that gets back to the whole decentralization, you know, and um, taking over someone's NFT, et cetera, and land. Um, you know, how is there a digital handshake or a hashing that happens when you like ping the decentralized servers, or you know, is there a mechanism where you can't steal other people's land, or like we want to go and you know, people give us access, go pull the land, their land scene, so that we have it, so that they don't have to upload it. You know, I think that would be a huge positive for for MetaZone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. Where's my floating chest? Oh, oh no! <laughs> I had it. The blue screen of death. Oh, this is man. part of the gameplay. The crashes. <laughs> <laughs> They said they wanted it to be difficult, dude. So here we go. <laughs> this is the difficulty. But that's that's, that's not where you found the chest, right, Oscar? That wasn't the yeah. I think place. the chest was bugging out. That's why it, it appured randomly over here. Yeah. Oh, but I was, oh, I see. I was okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, that's that's the I, right spot. I opened it again, and it uh, nothing happened. So it it did probably register that I've already gotten something. Can you check your uh, your wallet to see if you received an extra hundred man? I don't even know if you're going to tell the difference. I, I will. Has anyone did, did anyone look at their console when they clicked it to see if something pinged their server? Oh no, I, I, it crashed before I could test that. <laughs> yeah, I just I got it. I received my man. Oh, you got oh, it. Good. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations, man. The experiment <laughs> is working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and whenever you type into the chat, you see your name, or you don't see you see yourself as guest. Um, hold on. I tried to go get some more mana. It didn't work out. So I guess yeah. <laughs> they're... Uh, it's working somewhat. Yeah, it's working. Well, you could do is switch your address and then try again. But I think... No, I'm still a guest. Oh, you're okay. still a guest. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't see it on my MetaMask. Yeah, as much as, uh, you know, I like programming and working in the DCL world, switching and having multiple addresses and avatars and stuff is uh, a little... There it is. There you go. So you I just reloaded, Frankie, and you saw it, right? Yeah, yeah. Insufficient funds. What are you talking about? Yeah, I didn't go through that process. <laughs> the MetaMask popping up. Yeah. yeah. But that was, that makes I sense. mean, it, oh, if that was the cube? first time, that would have been awesome, you know? Yeah. But that was good. It would have been awesome if you didn't, their, their uh, spawn point wasn't right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think what they what they are intending to test here is the fact that you click on a chest and you get a hundred mana, and yeah. that that it's reliable. Not wasn't somebody um like wasn't somebody mentioning in your, <laughs> in your in your um, one of your chat rooms about ETH payments and was it HP? Yeah, HP Polacos was was asking. He said he got it working. So if we ever have if if we're setting up payments, we can ask him for the details. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got it working for my for sale a lot. I, I think okay. like um, there's a, a mini market there for people to put on their land again mm-hmm. when they want to be for sale to be able to do it in world to to you know interact with a for sale parcel and buy it right there. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be not huge, but I think it's a nice plus to have to keep people in the world versus having another tab open. Hey, someone's asking, should we go somewhere else now? Put in sixty one comma negative twenty seven. What a plug are you at? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, type it in. Type it in the in the chat, Frankie. So you tell other people, so kind of oh. pr- promote for us. <laughs> I got you. Sixty one twenty seven. Negative twenty seven. Negative or just regular twenty seven. Uh, negative. Yeah. 
<laughs> you went. Oh, you wanted me to put that in the chat? Yeah, yeah, let's put it in the chat. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that. I just went. <laughs> well, right. we can we can at least record some of the stuff there anyway. But uh, <clears throat> no, it's 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 gonna be interesting when uh, when it launches and people are like having this much trouble because I pretty pretty sure that no one's gonna have the patience that we do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we actually have the experience of not having that patience and then losing out on shit too. Well, yeah, for sure. But, but also, shit, you know, it goes, twenty it more goes, minutes yeah. on that Christmas thing. I'd have made like a couple hundred dollars. It goes back to the whole thing of you know keeping everything within the the four walls of your your current Explorer browser versus going in and out of other tabs. I think that's going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love what you guys do. Yeah, that's why I want to work on MetaMart because being able to to view, preview, adjust everything mm-hmm. in world, and then. You know, using the MetaMart as it is as a developer upload, yep. you know, front end would be crucial for the world and, you know, interactivity and things like that. And yeah, people really, want to come back for sure. Yeah, I'm really like interested. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what DCL puts, puts out for their, their market. marketplace because I really it's really hard to imagine that they, they're going to have this, uh, you know, meta upload, you know, scenario like upload your code and we'll deploy it, you know, automatically to whatever land you, you want. So, right. So hopefully that's. I mean, hopefully we're not you know burning time on you know creating that. Uh, but it kind of sucks that they I don't. I don't think we will it. if we want to create it because you know there's Burger King, there's McDonald's, there's all kinds yeah, of different ways agreed. to do yeah. things, yeah. and maybe we figured out a better way. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, you know, we're supposed to all be working on the same code base. Hopefully, um, you know, again, it would go against the the nature of decentralization if they had access to a code base that the developers didn't um, or they got a leg up on their marketplace versus us. Um, I don't know. Uh, going back to MetaMart, I, I think uh, one of the things that we were chatting about in Discord was the ability to, to recreate OpenSea within Decentraland. And uh, right. so if we create that MetaMart and we de- and we have people deploy that MetaMart in, in their world, if we automate this correctly... Any NFT, at least in relation to Decentraland, can be purchased within Decentraland, and there would there would be no work to be done because OpenSea is completely automated. They they just built the right. a website. They're they're listening to all the new smart contracts being submitted, and all of a sudden, all these right. NFTs are popping up on the website. And right. and, and we can do this exact same thing with MetaMart and charge the one or two percent, you know, for the fee. Exactly. Yeah, Frank and Needles, what are, you, what are you? What are your thoughts on that that picture frame? Can, can I can I put a picture up? Yeah, you can. Are you guys shaders like overlapping in this in this uh, tower, or is that just my can screen? You, uh, sometimes I do see that effect. Like if you go behind that picture yeah. frame, like sometimes. Oh, it hasn't loaded yet. That's why it's still all loading. Hey, okay. Corp, how do I put the put up a picture? Um. So go to your land. Go to zones. Uh. On and yeah. Oh, but I don't have the picture of the thing on my on my land. Uh, we'll we'll update it. So, so go to your zone. Yeah, on my land, we kind of updated that. Oh damn! This is all kinds of things. I don't yeah, hey, got a new profile system. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my land. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can drop it in there. Then at the hey yeah, Corb, have you guys done um, top right? Do you have like a meta inventory? Like again, I don't know what kind of HUD or system that DCL is gonna have, but again, if you own Meta. You know, and you go to your land. Is there a way to like again have a pop up to show maybe controlling a meta you click or the ones you've purchased to be able to add or delete to your scene? Yeah, and uh, I just 
we just added a little bit to that. So you can click yeah. buy now. Uh, yeah, I see it. I'm okay. not gonna I'm not gonna get it right now. But, okay. Uh, yeah. I see it. Yeah. There's we're gonna have like an inventory for all the metas that you have because right now on MetaZone Tower there's actually more metas in there that we deactivated, but it's still in the inventory. It doesn't show up in the public, uh, but eventually it's stuck in the it's stuck in the zone inventory. Uh, but we're gonna probably move it back to your like global inventory. That way you can have multiple lands and kind of uh, purchase and, and kind of remove, nice. so, move it around. So the pictures that are in there are for you, like the, like you know, the landowner puts those pictures up. Yep, correct. correct. It's in okay. our it's in our settings for that uh, land location meta. All right, I'm gonna go for a run. There we go. Skeleton demo. Oh 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 oh! Look, hey, <laughs> that wasn't a good one. I started with the walls. But yeah, I'm really like we definitely need to work together, Lastrum, because uh, the final pieces are in place to make it. Because because these images, uh, you can switch the like it automat like we just upload four. Like MetaZone already has the images for all the metas, so now that we got this external image loader uh, working, now we can just put up all, a picture frame per per meta, and uh, it'll yeah. it'll flip through all the images uh, for that meta. <clears throat> So it's like a, a different form of advertising to uh, um, maybe you want to put up a meme for the day and you just upload a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Whatever you that's want. That's, that's cool. Advertise however you want to. I, I've been thinking, I don't know, I, I want to create, oh. create platforms <laughs> and things, uh, you know, like an advertising platform and kind of work on this. This is what I was thinking about in 2018 <laughs> when everybody's buying land. And I was like, man, how, what if we created a platform where advertisers can come on, go to Adapt, see where and what type of screen and upload their content, and then it gets pushed to that screen and that piece of land or in that world, and it just keeps getting updated. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, we're like, all the pieces are in place for that now. Uh, yeah. If we, were, we were thinking about how best to do it because, like, if you have, like, one uh, advertisement board, available in one land another one in another land uh, how is what is the interface to to make a purchase for just one location but not all of them cuz right now it's at it's yeah it could be either way depending on how you code it damn endless possibilities gentlemen <laughs> so and then, much and, and then the more complex part is not even that it's like the pricing structure so yeah. is it like per per day that they're paying uh right and like can somebody overwrite like is it a is it a is it like a bidding process where like the last bid was hundred bucks and he's gonna stay there until somebody pays one hundred and one dollars mm -hmm. and then it gets replaced? Oh yeah, like, that's a good idea. Like, all these options for, for yeah, because different locations have different value when it comes to advertising, right? Yeah, depending on foot traffic and all that, you have to track like impressions and all that essentially. Yeah, and then and then you can track like uh, how many people have seen it at, at least. Uh, yeah, you can you can track how many people got close enough to you know click on it. Yeah, uh, all these things that could be all these complexities that you can add, you know, to, to the pricing structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, play the other two games on the top floor, yeah, Frankie. I'm about that. Yeah, it looks. I'm cool. to tell you, I have trouble climbing these. these <laughs> no, no, not anymore. We, we put walls there so you can't fall you? out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try oh. and jump off the try and suicide, dude. It's not gonna happen. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh, they made it Frankie proof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We saw that We're and had to fix it. <laughs> We're looking out for you. Everybody, man. Yeah, the top, right. the top floor is the only one. Block hole, my nemesis. Out. Let's go. <laughs> it, it's gone faster now. I don't know if you played since uh, a couple days ago. Oh, 
How the hell? Why do I feel wrong? What am I yeah. trying to do? Solid colors. Just look What's at happening? the. Yeah, it's orange. 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 Oh, it gives you a color. Oh, it's good. I like yeah. that. Nice. Yeah, a lot more intuitive right. now. Blue. Blue. I'm blue. All right. I'm the blue. Oh, the color thing is huge in the little corner. Yellow. Yeah, ah! Oh, <laughs> got him. All right. All right. Now that game's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely helps a l- or improved a lot. Yeah. Give us your man. I don't have to think about looking at the wall no more. It just says yellow or it says blue. Or whatever. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So, That's and then the next, so since you have a little bit of experience with the payment process, uh, Lastrum, so right now he just clicked and played. That's one way we could do it. We haven't set it up yet. Um, but he would have to pay and either wait, you know, uh, 30 seconds, one minute. Uh, what are you guys' opinions on, on you know, that process? Like, Frankie, how, how long would you wait before you could start playing where you start to get unhappy? Like, how long would I wait before I start? Hold on a second. Let me get out of it. The music is bumping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can press escape and that on, on the bottom right. Oh, little, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can turn it off. Yeah. What you said? Uh, yeah. So if, like, we haven't set up the payment process yet, but yeah. how long are you willing to wait before you can get into a game? Hmm. Yeah, because it has to, like, confirm that you actually paid and not, like, fake paid and stuff like that. Oh, so you you got to wait for all the, um, a confirmation. the confirmations to go through? Yeah. At least, I'm, we're thinking at least one, which should take about 30 seconds. 20, yeah, 20 to 30 seconds. It's for mana to, to take transactions. Like, mana transactions are pretty quick. Yeah, true. So I don't know um, as far as how long I would wait. I mean, you know, if you were walking into this, you're coming into this game today, you got to remember that, you know, this is a day one game. So, like, you're coming into this game today, you got to have some patience, you know? Yeah, true. I agree. Yeah. So, you know. I think that anybody that's involved in day one is going to understand what they're saying. I, I took a I took a phone break. Um, are you saying how long before you can play again after you get you lose? <laughs> no, no. He's saying how long would as a player like how am I am I really willing to wait before you know? Yeah, for the I'm confirmations. Like, yeah, basically get into saying, the game. If you're involved in this and day one, then you probably already know that you know. Are you using the Matic network at all? Uh, I don't believe so. Zero idea how to implement so that, so so no. We're using the Matic network in the casino, and it's uh, automatic. So do people like instantaneous? People have to like. So what do yeah, you do? I heard how do you Paul integrate about that? that in the interview? Um, how it, it like you, you you take like a certain amount of money to the casino. All right, I'm gonna fifty dollars, whatever, fifty minutes, let's say fifty minutes, and you put it in the thing, and that's where you go play with, and so everything will be instantaneous. And then when you right, leave, it's like a different time. wallet. Yeah. Mm, okay. Have you implemented it yourself, Flashroom, the Matic network? Is it? Is uh, it... We, we're in testing right now. The Matic actually will launch in April. And and that's just oh. like a different ABI contract that you're Interesting. You know, using for for all the right. okay. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're planning on uh, getting one of the Matic guys on the podcast pretty soon, yeah. like within the next two weeks or three weeks. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so that sh- that should be interesting, and plus, nice, yeah, definitely. They're sponsoring uh, to a certain extent the uh, the launch for Decentraland. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're throwing a little money down there, which you know makes sense now because there's actual integration. People are actually yeah. using the platform. Yeah, you know, that's really good. That's good to hear because yeah, like like we said earlier in the podcast, that seamless experience is is essential for a gamer. You know. Yeah, I don't think people are gonna want to wait, just like how people are proposing like for ethereum like social networking sites where like if you want to like thumbs up somebody's post you gotta wait for that confirmation that's not gonna go down i I think (laughs) no i totally agree i think there's a workaround at least for right now is that we don't need any confirmations confirmations. as soon as you pay 
Like you can play. Yeah. And then what we'll do on the on our back end is that address you used to pay, it's like did we at least receive, you know, a couple confirmation and if you did, then you get to go on the leaderboard. Yeah. Or then yeah, we'll, I think what you just gotta do is you've gotta like uh, check their mana you know, amount mm. before every play, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that's and so good. just yeah. check their mana amount before every play and then you know, you don't have to wait for confirmation. Mm. Yeah, and and on the blockchain, right? Not not the info that they send. I guess check the transaction. The info. Well, I'm sorry. Well, check the address that they're using. If the exactly. address if the address doesn't have any mana, then mm. yeah, that's a good point. They'll play, but it won't count. Like you can play, but it's just not going to count on the on the leaderboard, and that's the reason why you're playing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, my mana transfer was was probably within. I don't even know. I mean, it, it happened before I checked EtherScan, so call that 10 to 15 seconds. Hmm. So it might be faster so, than what we're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know what the gas was. I didn't even look and see, to be honest with you. I wonder why everybody else has a name and not me. <laughs> I looked at the video. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. You know what you, you can try to do, Frankie, is clear the cache, and then that should work. Yeah, go to, go to settings and then scroll down. How you say his name? Real? Yeah, real, real. So I guess uh, we're approaching like the wrap up time. Yeah. So uh, so it's been uh, two hours. Um, we really appreciate you guys joining, man. This is very helpful. We want to do this kind of like on a quarterly basis. Yeah, minimally. Hopefully, maybe more if if it's needed. I don't know. Depending on how many people I mean, want to get involved. I think yeah. that the people should see and hear from the people from Decentraland yeah. working on it because otherwise you don't really put a face to what's going on. I know I'm not facing up right now, but I'm just saying that's in general. You know? <laughs> no, I totally agree. I think part of the reason why, you know, we've we've gotten some sales in MetaZone is because we, we put our faces out there and, yeah. and you know, we're just being truthful about everything that we're working on. Yeah, every step along the way, it's been on the podcast, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's, for me, that was really helpful because it was like, I didn't know what to do at all. Right. And, and so then... You know, I was, I guess I did a little bit because I was working with Catherine already when before I you know, saw you guys stuff. But at the same time, it was just helpful. You know, it was helpful to see that somebody else was kind of in the same, you know, you guys were on this very similar timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And unfortunately, Catherine wasn't able to join us today, but you yeah, know, no, we'll have her sure back on. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely have her. Asleep. It's like one in the morning. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, right now it's, it's, it's actually 10 p.m. So I'm oh, sure okay. she got well, caught up with something. Yeah. yeah exactly. No biggie, no biggie, no harm, no foul. She she does a lot of 3D stuff for DCL too. Yeah, oh, really. Yeah, she she built that uh the project paint uh building. Okay. Yeah, she does a lot. Of <laughs> she awesome had a big hand in the um the kind of uh, Dia de los Muertos wearables that one uh, oh, playtest. Yeah. Yeah, she was working on a lot of that stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. We need to uh like conglomerate all her work and you know display it on a podcast probably next time for sure. Uh, Oscar is trying to show us something. Yeah, yeah the the neon suit. Oh, yeah, the cyber oh. suit. I'm trying to get a screenshot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. That's what I was saying. I would want like Who's all three it? of us to be rocking that suit. In our some some guy named Jose. Yeah. Jose. Yeah. Jose. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's the guy that you saw earlier. I just I recognize people's names from OpenSea because I see all these things. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, appreciate your time, and uh, let, let's keep it going on Discord, man. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Appreciate it. I right, see you guys. Good talking to you guys. I'll right. talk to y'all soon. Yeah. Later. All right. All right. Later. Peace. Take it easy.
Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at TheBlockRunner.